0: The Castle Game of the Week. Kickoff is right around the corner, so let's head to the press box and our broadcast
1: team. Well, welcome listeners to week three of the high school football season here in the great state of Michigan on Z92.5, the Castle, and Z92.5.com. I'm Casey Smith alongside with Bart Matthews coming to you from St. John's where we are just minutes away from kickoff between St. John's and Hazlitt. But before we get started, here's my partner Bart Matthews with our starting lineup of Z92.5 Partners.
2: Well, thank you very much, Casey, and a big thanks going out to our sponsors, Audiology Center of St. John's, also Alderman's and Lennon, Appleby Oil and Propane, Beck's Trailer Superstore and Service Center, Bob's Auto Body, CLH Insurance, Custom Embroidery Plus, Fast Eddie's, Farrell's Tree Trimming and Removal, Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance, Graham's Accounting, Hub Tire Center, Memorial Healthcare, Mercantile Bank, Mid-State Sales and Service, Mint City Excavating, Oaks Fisher Insurance, Pro Reflections Detailing, Shiawassee County Health Department, Sports Scene, St. John's Public Schools, Victory Heating and Cooling, Young Buick GMC, and Young Chevrolet Cadillac. And the drive of the game tonight brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac. Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso, saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. And the player of the game tonight will be brought to you by the Audiology Center of St. John's. For
1: hearing, testing, and health, visit them at wecarehowyouhear.com. Well, tonight is a matchup of two teams who currently find themselves sitting at 500 with a win and a loss each. St. John's and head coach Andy Schmidt, they opened the season pretty convincingly, 54-14 win over Okemos. Uh, last week, they dropped their first game of the season against Hamilton, 36-29. Hazlett, led by coach Brad Thomas, they went the other way. They opened their season with a loss against DeWitt, but they found their first win of the season last week as they beat Fenton 42-18, and Bart, even though these two teams come in with even records, just pure atmosphere-wise, you have to give the edge to home St. John's as the band's on the field. (coughs) These stands are full. We got here at, like, 6 o'clock, and there were probably already, what, 50, 60 kids in the student section. It looks like it's tie dye theme night. They're going crazy already, and we're still 10 minutes away here from kickoff, so Great atmosphere here in St. John's for uh, a big game between Hazlitt and St. John's. And a key player to definitely watch in this game on the Hazlitt side is senior running back Nakai Amakri. He is already committed to play uh, collegiate football next season at Bowling Green University. He's the focal point of that Hazlitt offense. Last week against Fenton, he rushed for 270 yards and found the end zone six times.
2: Oh, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching him in action
3: tonight, for sure. Yeah, it
1: is going to be a great game here on the Castle Game of the Week. So we are about eight minutes away here from kickoff here at St. John's. I'll tell you, we have enjoyed their hospitality so far. We were enjoying some Dino's Pizza up here in their beautiful press box, their beautiful facility here.
2: Yeah, one of my... Uh, two of my highlights are number one the uh the press box here i can't remember was it about 2010 i think that they uh redid the athletic facilities here and they definitely did it right so getting this and uh getting the pizza i always love coming here for dino's right downtown st john's and give them a
3: quick plug yeah
1: my first year of broadcasting is off to a great start had a great game last week and then we get some good pizza and a great game here this week so Nothing but good stuff here. So it is also here at St. John's the Hall of Fame induction for their 2023 class. So we'll highlight that a little bit as that is obviously a super important part for uh, any high school community. Um, That will be at halftime. They're inducting two teams and three individuals. So we'll highlight that and talk about that a little bit during our halftime show. And right now we're going to kick into our starting lineups. Or I actually didn't see the tosses. St. John's on offense first.
2: Uh, St. John's on offense. Before we do the starting lineups, uh, let's do this real quick. I just wanted to talk it. about Bob's Auto Body. They pride themselves on trusted and reliable service 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They offer damage-free towing and flatbed service with free estimate. They work with AAA and provide roadside assistance if you get locked out of your car, run out of gas, or you need a jump. And they've got a full-time mechanic, so you can get a free loaner while they complete the job. Bob's Auto Body, 1005 North, U.S. Uh, US 27 in St. John's. Offering 24-hour service, so they're there when you need them. Get a full list of services at bobsautobodyinc.net. And when Mother Nature leaves you broken branches or toppled trees, call Ferrell's Tree Trimming and Removal. Ferrell's does tree work in all four seasons. They have three certified arborists on staff, and they offer the latest technology in tree health care. They also sell firewood year-round, and they're licensed by the Michigan Department of Agriculture. Check them out online at ferrellstree.com or call 989-862-4453. Experienced, equipped, insured. Barrels, tree trimming, and removal. And Applebee Oil and Propane has been your local choice for fuel needs since 1975, and they're proud to serve Shiawassee, Clinton, and Saginaw counties with excellent customer service. They carry a full range of farm fuels, soy diesels, premium diesel fuel, NL gas, and 90-octane recreational gas, excellent for chainsaws, lawnmowers, and all small engines. Shop local with a name you know and trust for fuel online at ApplebeeOil.com. And finally, I want to talk about sportsmanship because the golden rule is in action when you practice sportsmanship, Casey. Of course. But why should we stop it when the game's over? I mean, now more than ever, we need to respect each other and treat each other with common decency. You know, not only between the lines, but outside the lines in our daily lives. In sports and in life, nothing beats good sportsmanship. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Well, the Hazlet Vikings won the coin toss. Uh, They chose to defer, and uh, St. John's will be bringing their offense out here in just a second. And Casey, why don't you tell us all about the uh, starting lineup for the uh, Red Wing offense and the Viking D?
1: Red Wing offense is led by senior quarterback Brody Dush. There in the backfield, Mark Vendelli and Brandon Shomish, and also Evan Peel, the senior. Wide receiver is another senior, Brady Perto, and the tight end, number five, Michael Burkhausen. The big fellas up in the front line, the two tackles, senior Chris Kuss and Jude Williams. Our two guards, Kyle Lockwood and Ryan Dimmick. And at center, snapping the ball, is Robbie Andrens. Over on the Hazel side on the defense, our two defensive ends, Zach Curtis and Keegan Hart. Two tackles up there in the middle, Eddie Osterling and Greg Miles. Our linebackers, Brody Quinn, which, Bart, you might not know this. I'm a huge Notre Dame fan, so <laughs> not saying Brady Quinn. Anytime Brody Quinn makes a tackle, is going to be really hard for you Every me time I see that,
2: every time I see that, I think it says Brady, uh, Brady Quinn as well. Now, I don't know if you know this about uh, Brady Quinn,
1: but did you know his sister – Dated A.J. Hawk? I did. And I remember <laughs> there's that classic picture of them with a split jersey, and
3: oh I feel like that God. gets brought
1: up every time. That was, like, nonstop. <laughs> That's like the uh, Matt Stafford and Clayton Kershaw played uh, baseball together. Yeah. But, yep, got to get that in. Uh, finishing that Hazlitt defensive starting lineup at linebacker, Dawson Dabbler and Eric Lardy. And our corners, Carter, Gerard, and Dontrell, Dennis, and winding things out, our safeties, Corey mockery and braden stellard
2: Yeah, kind of interesting when you take a look at this uh Hazlitt defense right here uh, a couple of things that stick out besides brady quinn coming back to high school um number one the uh the quarterback eric lardy is putting him in the in a linebacker position um that's kind of uh surprising i mean typically your quarterback is either going to uh sit down during, uh, when they don't have the ball or else he's going to be in the secondary. So be kind of interesting to see what Lardy does in that linebacker position. Also, uh, we, you talked a little bit about Nakaya Mockery. Um, not a starter on defense. Probably their best player, and they're going to rest him up a little bit and uh,
1: just have him uh, in, in the backfield, huh? That's probably how he had six touchdowns last game. <laughs> so Nakaya Mockery not starting, but his brother, the sophomore, Cory Mockery, he is in the starting lineup there on defense. He will be playing free safety tonight. Well, we talked about Brady Quinn. I think we would be a little remiss if we didn't mention that big Lions win last night, right? How about that, huh? <laughs> Man,
2: just, just an amazing game. and uh, You know, I'm, I'm a huge I'm, – I'm not a Kansas City Chiefs fan. I, when I was a kid, I never liked anybody that was a front runner. That oh God, I gotta like. I gotta <laughs> like the Cowboys. I gotta <laughs> like the Yankees. I gotta <laughs> like the Chiefs. But I'll tell you what, man, Patrick Mahomes is so exciting to watch, and the Lions just did an incredible job of stopping him.
1: They absolutely did. I'm sure we'll definitely get into more Lions talk here at the halftime show. But right now, the St. John's band is about to play our national anthem, so we are going to send things back over to the station.
4: Hi, this is Dr. Sarah Holcomb. The Audiology Center of St. John's is proud to be a supporter of high school sports on the castle. Hearing is all about connecting families. Have a great season.
0: Did you ever wonder when you were young what life would be like in the year 2020? Flying cars, moving sidewalks, push-button cooking? The vision of the future seemed so clear, and it sounded so good. As your eyes age, your vision changes. You visit the eye doctor and determine your prescription to restore your 2020 vision. No stigma, no feeling self-conscious. With modern technology and medical knowledge, the same is true for your hearing.
4: I'm Dr. Sarah Holcomb from the Audiology Center of St. John's, and we really can offer you the best chance to get back your 2020 hearing. With my 20 years experience and training, I can diagnose your hearing problem and suggest a cost-effective solution to improve your quality of life by improving your hearing. Call 989-534-2020 for the first step toward 2020 hearing. Hear how the world really sounds at the Audiology Center of St. John's. Call 989-534-2020. Or visit WeCareHowYouHear.com.
5: Are you ready for some football? Check out the newest edition of High School Sports Scene. You'll find photos and stories on local teams and student athletes. Grab
2: a copy at your favorite high school or on the new stands today. For schedules, previews, feature stories, and more, pick up our latest issue or check us out at HighSchoolSportScene.com. z
4: 925 The Castle is a proud supporter of high school sports and sports scene. Well, welcome
1: back to St. John's. Listener for the Z92.5 Castle Game of the Week. I'm Casey Smith here with my partner, Bart Matthews. Moments away from kickoff here between St. John's and Hazlitt. St. John's band doing a great job getting this student section and home crowd fired up. Man, it is a packed house here, Bart, is it not? This is what high school football is all about here on a Friday night.
2: I tell you, this is one of the uh, one of the coolest stadiums we go to year in and year out. One of the nice things about this stadium is it gets loud. You're going to notice that when we get uh, deeper into the game. Uh, part of it is the way that the press box hangs over the bleachers, yeah. and part of it is just the uh, craziness of the fan base here. It will get loud here tonight, and I'm looking forward to that. It's always a good time when we get to St. John's.
1: So St. John's is going to receive this opening kickoff there in their all-black units. I love when teams go all-black. They got the red numbers and the white outlines. Hazlitt is kicking off all white uniforms, white numbers with a faint blue outline on their numbers. <laughs> so it might be, I might hear some urs and ums here before we can get those numbers sorted out. Here Very tonight. faint.
2: That's the whole reason we hired you is to <laughs> get these young eyes in here to be able to tell the numbers on these funky jerseys.
1: So Will King will kick off to Hazlitt. It's returned. Bobbled a little bit at the one yard line. St. John's is going to take it up, up the middle. Gets to about the 15 to 20-yard line where he is brought down by a host of Hazlitt defenders. That was Thomas Putman there on the return for St. John's. And here comes the St. John's offense. Ball at the 20-yard line, first and 10 here on the opening possession. Again, mentioned senior quarterback Brody Dush will be leading this St. John's offense here tonight. St. John's will break the huddle. Sends a man in motion. Hand off to Bendelli. Up the right side. Makes a couple guys miss. And it's a game pile. All, all 11 guys of St. John's are pushing right now. Looks like he got to about the 25. Zach Curtis from Hazlitt gets the tackle there, although... There's about seven or eight Hazlitt defenders there around him. Yeah, Second that turned and, into
2: just a swarm, didn't it? Yeah.
1: Second and five here. St. John's hustles up to the line. Ball to 25. Just takes a snap. He's going to hand off right again to Bendelli up that left side. Found a nice little hole. Gained about three yards before Carter Girard brought him down.
2: Taking the wings up to a very manageable third and two. Be interesting to see what they call here. Um, I know that Coach Andy Schmidt's been trying to add a couple of wrinkles to the offense every year that he's been here, but I got a feeling
1: they're going to keep it on the ground here. Third and two on the 28 for St. John's, sends Bendelli in motion. Now Brady Dush will pause, take a look over at his sideline. That's back under center to get set again. Until goes in motion, they're going to give it to him up the right side. He was met right at the line of scrimmage by Brody Quinn—not Brady Quinn, Brody Quinn. <laughs> Brody. And we'll see if they looks like they're going to give him the first down. Just barely picks up that first down, probably a gain of about two and a half there.
6: Put the yeah, ball. great
1: tackle by Quinn, eh? but uh, he's able to just kind
2: of push his way forward and kind of like last season when we saw St. John's expect
1: Bendeli to be the workhorse for this team tonight. Yep. First and ten for St. John's here in the opening minutes of this first quarter. Senior quarterback Dush comes in from the sideline with the play, going to line up right under center. Bendeli goes again, and he's going to hand off right up the middle to what looked like Brandon Shomish, who had a nice hard run there up the middle. He'll get to about... The 35-yard line before he was brought down by Zach Curtis, and a healthy dose of runs here for St. John's early.
2: A great hole opened up front with Lockwood, Andretz, and uh, Demick on that one.
1: Yeah, it's going to be key for St. John's run game to get those offensive line there moving. Yeah, they're definitely playing a. Bill Parcells ball control type of offense right now for sure. Pitch around to Bendeli. He is met right at the 37-yard line on a great tackle there by Braden Stellard. And we're going to take a quick pause for a station identification.
7: WJSE, Ashley
1: Owasso C92.5, The Castle. So third and three here. Nine minutes left in this first quarter. Been all running here for St. John's early. Hustle up to the line. Ball on the 37. Going to be a direct snap to Vendelli. He's going to try to go up the middle. Makes one man miss. Push and... That line ahead, he's going to gain the first down on a real nice run there by Mark Bendelli. He's going to carry that all the way up to the 43-yard line for a St. John's first down.
3: Yeah, a
2: little bit of trickery in that. uh, didn't even look like a wildcat formation. Real nice direct snap to Bendelli. Kind of like that fake punt the other night.
1: Yeah. Man, talk about not expecting a fake punt second possession of your nfl season on your own what were they on there 15 yards 17 or something yeah that
2: that that, that takes some stones right (laughs) there man that was very impressive campbell just he's like that though very impressive
1: bendeli will get the pitch around the right side he's going to cut up to about midfield right at the 50 yard line on another good run there by bendeli tackle there made by Brody Quinn, who's got a couple tackles here early in this first possession. That'll bring up second down here for or excuse me, third down rather for St. John's third and three.
2: Yeah, we're already down to uh, seven minutes and 35 seconds here. St. John's doing a great job of milking the clock and
1: just pounding the rock. Pounding the rock and it also keeps You know, we talked about Bowling Green commit. um, Ocray on the other end, it keeps him off the field because, as you said uh, earlier, he's not playing defense right now. Dush will hand off to... Looks like that's Bendeli again. He pretty much got stopped right at the line of scrimmage there at the 50-yard line. That'll bring up third and three. So Hazlett doing a pretty good job on first and second down, but it's taken three third-down conversions here for St. John's early in this possession. They find themselves with another third and short, third and three on the 50-yard line here. Just will head under the snap. He's going to send Vendelli in motion. He kicks it to him. Around the left side, he's got plenty of room. He's at the 40, the 35, steps out of bounds at about the 33-yard line. On a quick, speedy run there from the senior, Mark Vendelli, as he found a lot of room on that left side and took it all the way into Hazlitt territory. And number five, Mike Burkhausen, with a great
2: block in the open field to clear that. Great job by the St. John's line,
1: but especially by Burkhausen to open that up.
3: 6.30
1: left here in... This first quarter, St. John's on a real nice first possession here, moving all the way from their own 20. They're now found themselves at the Hazlitt 33. And Brandon Shomish will take the handoff and get stopped right at the line of scrimmage. Great tackle there made by Caleb Fisher from Hazlitt. Actually going to mark it as a loss. Loss of about one. And, man, Caleb Fisher was right there the second Shomish got the ball. He had nowhere to go. Second and 11 here for St. John's. They hustle up to the line. Hazlitt gets set. Mendeli goes in motion. They're going to pitch it around to him on the right side. He cuts back up the middle, makes one man miss. Nice run there as he finds himself at about the 28-29 yard line. That was Luke Armstrong with the tackle for Hazlitt. And another third and, I guess this would be more third and medium, third and seven here, but another big third down play here for St. John. See if they can keep this momentum going here as we cross the halfway point of the first quarter. Dush gets the call from his sideline. Hazlitt is already set. Here comes St. John's to the line of scrimmage. And it's going to be a run up the middle. Going to be pretty close. Looks like that was... couldn't tell who was on that run, Bart. It happened quick. Looks like it was Evan Peel, the senior running back, on that carry. And... Hazlitt comes up with a big stop there on third down as they're gonna force fourth and four from the 27 yard line. And St. John's is gonna go for it, it looks like. Their offense is staying out on the field.
2: Yeah, real interesting that they ran the ball on that one.
1: Just under center, he sends Vendelli in motion. Gonna be a pitch around. It looks like they're starting to set up a halfback pass, Vendelli.
3: Oh, 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 he holds it in!
1: What a beautiful pass there. Right at the 15-yard line, it's caught caught and hauled in by, looks like that's Evan Peel. So they go to him on third down, he can't quite get it, and they said, you know what, now we'll pass it. The halfback pass works for St. John's, as they are now first and ten from the 15-yard line here, with just under four minutes left to go in this first quarter. How about some trickery, Bart?
2: Yeah, Peel had to actually come up and almost play defense on that one. A little bit underthrown by the halfback, but Peel comes up and makes a great jumping catch on that and a huge first down
1: for the Red Wings. Bendel will go in motion. It's actually going to be a carry by Brandon Shomish.
2: Was it Bedele that, Bedele that threw that?
1: Yep, yeah. So Shomish gets stopped right at the line of scrimmage. That Curtis... Brought him down for the Vikings. Second and 10 from the 15 here for St. John's. Quarterback Brady Dish is looking over at the sideline trying to get the play from Coach Andy Schmidt. Time is a ticking here on this play. Second and 10 on the 15. Just about three minutes left here to go in this opening quarter. It's been all St. John's. This has been a long opening drive for them as they started with the ball. It's going to be Bendel with the carry. Bendeley, sorry. Up that right side. Gain of about three. Lee Dudasek with the tackle there for Hazlitt. And another third and long here for St. John's. They'll find it third and nine on Hazlitt's 14-yard line, looking to get an opening possession, an opening quarter touchdown, as they might have this thing for the entire length of the first quarter. Wouldn't that be something? 2.30 left to go here in this one. St. John's hustles up to the line of scrimmage. Hazlitt gets set, third and nine. Vendelli goes in motion. It's gonna be a pass. Dush looking, fires into the end zone. He's got it at the five. And it's going to be stopped right at the one-yard line. So it looked to me like he was trying to get Pertill in the end zone. And Berkhausen came out of nowhere and snagged it right at the five. And he was stopped short just at the one. So St. John's is setting pretty right now. First and goal from the one-yard line here with two minutes to go in this first quarter.
2: They're just letting that clock tick under two minutes.
1: (laughs) What a drive. Great catch there by the senior tight end, Michael Burkhausen, as he was able to snag that one in and almost reached into the end zone. Vendelli on the carry, and he's going to try to power in. Did they get it? Looks like they're going to mark him just short. Brody Quinn was there on that stop for Hazlitt. So that'll bring up second and one as this clock just continues. To tick down here in this first quarter, St. John's got the ball to start the game on their own 20. They've marched just about 80 and a half yards, where they find second and goal from the one, with 1:10 left here in this first quarter. Vendelli goes in motion. It's going to be a QB sneak, Brady Brody Dush, rather up the middle, and that was easy for St. John's. Brody Dush with the QB sneak into the end zone. Touchdown St. John's with a minute three left here in this first quarter. And a picture-perfect drive by the St.
2: John's Red Wings. Eleven minutes that thing took almost. Great drive right there. Hey, start your wellness journey today at the brand-new Memorial Healthcare Wellness Center in Owasso. Members have access to a full array of scientifically and medically-based wellness initiatives to help you reach and maintain your fitness goals. Membership includes use of the cardio exercise area, the Sky Track, where you can walk, jog, or
1: run. St. John's will go for two. Dush is gonna try to get it himself. He scrambled a bit, initially tried to go for a pass, made it work with his legs if he's able to find the end zone for that two point conversion and it'll be eight nothing St. John's over Hazlitt here with 1.03 left to go in this first quarter. And you mentioned it, Bart, what a picture-perfect first drive there for St. John's. Milt, 11 minutes o'clock, got that big fourth-down conversion when they needed it, and then got eight points on the board after that two-point conversion. Taking advantage of the running
2: game, maybe they've been using the SkyTrack, where you can walk, jog, or run. Drop in one of many of your fitness classes. You can also swim and exercise in the therapy pool or relax in the sauna Memorial Healthcare Wellness Room. Memorial Healthcare Wellness Center offering a choice of memberships to fit the whole family. Find out more at MemorialHealthcare.org. When it comes to your promotional products, screen printing, and embroidery, Custom Embroidery Plus offers great customer service. They're the official merchandiser of the Michigan State Marching Band. CEP will make your team or your company logo come to life with their in-house digitizing art department. They can handle embroidery for any size, and customized T-shirts for your team or organization. Visit ceplusonline.com to check out their extensive online catalog or stop into 304 North Lansing Street in St.
1: John's. So St. John's will kick off. Kyle Lockwood will send it deep where Nakaya Mockery is waiting. Oh. It looks like. Like he might have slipped right as he kicked that. The ball went maybe a yard. And so that's going to be very unfortunate for St. John's, as it looked like Lockwood slipped right as he kicked it. And it. All right. Why don't you bring us the uh, starting
2: lineups for the Haslett Vikings offense?
1: At quarterback, we have the junior. Eric Lardy, who's going to be probably handing off a heavy dose to that senior running back, Nakai Amakri. Talked about him earlier going to Bowling Green. His brother, Corey Amakri, the other running back, are two wide receivers, Braden Stellard and Derek Walker. At tight end, the senior, Carter Kilday, and the big fellows up front. Our two tackles, Caleb Fisher and Greg Miles. The two guards, Adam Green and Landon Bowers. And the center, Grayson Romy. We'll get the St. John starting defense here after this first play as Hazlitt is on the field. First and ten, and it's going to be Corey Amakri, the sophomore, finds it up the left side. He's at 20, he's at the 15, runs a man over all the way to the eight-yard line, and what an opening play here for Hazlitt as brother-to-brother Nakia Amakri handed it off to Corey Amakri, who took that thing About 25 yards all the way to the St. John's 10-yard line. So first and goal, Hazlitt.
2: Well, we can see why uh, St. John's
1: wanted to hold on to the ball as long as they did, huh? That was shades of Jameer Gibbs last night. Now this is Nikai Macher going to take the direct snap, makes a man miss. He's going to cut all the way back. Oh, here we go. He's going to cut all the way back from the left sideline, all the way to the right. He's at the five. He makes another man miss. And how are you doing, Nakai Amakri? A 10-yard touchdown where he probably ran 30 yards.
3: Oh, man. From the
1: middle of the field, left sideline to the right sideline, made about five guys' miss on his way to a touchdown. I tell you what, the ball was
2: snapped from the 10-yard line, and uh, Amakri right there
1: probably
3: ran that one in from about the
1: 18. <laughs> yeah. That oh, was... my. And so it looks like they're actually going to mark him just short. It looked like from up here he, he got in, but they're going to mark him just short at the one. That was the best nine-yard run I've seen in and forever. And they're just going to say, you know what? You got us here. Just get it in. And so Amakri takes the direct snap and runs wow. into the end zone. man that was some run there by a there
2: oh man i tell you what if you uh if you watch the lansing tv stations i don't know who's here tonight but uh you're definitely gonna to want to look for that highlight right there wow we might
1: see that one on sports center oh man <laughs> so six points on the board here early for hazlitt They are going to go for two here with 14 seconds left in this first quarter. Brothers in the backfield, Nakai Amakri and Corey Amakri. It's going to be a direct snap to Nakai. He's going to look to throw, and rather than throwing, he's just going to say, you know what, I got this. He's going to run it in himself for the two-point conversion. So 8-8 all here. St. John's and Hazlitt tied. 14 seconds to go here in this first quarter. Peace of mind's hard to come by in today's World As a local insurance
2: agency, Oaks Fisher Insurance will get to know you and your needs as they represent multiple, reputable companies to get you the best price and coverage that works for you. Whether you're looking for home, auto, motorcycle, life, business, or recreational vehicle insurance, Oaks Fisher has a policy for you. Family-owned and serving our community since 1932, request a quote today. Call 989-723-3011. Stop into 322 North Water in Owasso or visit oaksfisher.com. Aldermans and Lennon is an enthusiastic fan of Shiawassee and Genesee area school sports because Aldermans knows the kind of hard work and dedication it takes to build a winning team. Just like these athletes are devoted to their sport, Aldermans has been steadfast in their commitment to customer service for over 75 years. When you're in the market for your next piece of outdoor power equipment, please give Aldermans and Lennon a call or see him on the web at
1: aldermans.com.
3: <laughs>
1: so it is all tied up, 8-8 here. Hazlitt and St. John's. Hazlitt's going to kick off to St. John's. and field it at the 10 by Thomas Putnam. He takes it oh. up the right side to the 20 where he is absolutely leveled. And I think that was Derek Walker there on the hit for Hazlitt so not as sure the official numbers on that first St. John's drive maybe 15 or 20 plays got him eight points and then Hazlitt comes and it takes him three plays to go 50 yards for eight points as well so we're in here for a good one here tonight on Z92.5 castle 17 game of the week 17 plays
2: 17 plays is what I
1: got yeah (laughs) versus
2: three plays you know St. John's Kind of a miscue on that kickoff, though. Yeah. Uh, you know, you spot Hazlitt at uh, the St. John's 42. You're in a little bit of trouble, but you
1: don't expect it. it only take two runs, basically. So St. John's here. It's going to be Dush, the quarterback, keeping it himself, making his way up to the about the 29-yard line. And that'll bring the first quarter here to an end, all tied up here in St. John's, 8-8 eight to eight as... We are on the Castle Game of the Week. Drive yeah, of the, the Game tonight going to be brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac
2: Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso. Saluting all mid-Mich- mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. And the Player of the Game tonight brought to you by Audiology Center of St. John's. For hearing, testing, and health, visit them at wecarehowyouhear.com. Hub Tire is there for you with the best uh, service for all your tire and suspension needs. They've been taking care of your automotive needs for decades, priding themselves on honesty and the best service around. Hub Tire can handle anything from a Chevy Cobalt to a 40-foot motorhome, including diesel, semis, and farm service. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 530, 989-224-3218. Stop in on Business 27 North M21 in St. John's. Or visit hubtires.com.
1: So this second quarter will start here shortly. Both teams getting their mid quarter adjustments underway. Hazlet will come out of their huddle first. Eight to eight all tied up after both teams had pretty impressive drives, although they went about it in a little bit different ways. St. John's took about eleven minutes to score. Hazlitt took three plays in about, what, maybe 30 seconds to score their <laughs> touchdown. Yeah, the mockery
2: brothers are the real deal, huh? Yeah,
1: they are. So, Dish will fake it to Bendelian. We'll give it to Brandon Showmish, who will try to go up that left side. He's stopped pretty right at the line of scrimmage. It's going to bring up third and two on the 30 as Luke Armstrong made the tackle there for Hazlitt. So third and one on the 30 here in the opening minutes of the second quarter. Hazlitt will hustle to the line of scrimmage. I'm sorry, St. John's rather hustle to the line of scrimmage. Hazlitt's going to get set. Vendelli goes in motion. They're going to pitch it around him to the right side. He makes one man miss. Going to be pretty close to that first down marker. And they're they're going to give it to him. Derek Walker there on the tackle. That'll move the chains here for St. John. Bring up first and ten on the 33. Dush getting the call from his home sideline. Behind that home sideline is a raucous, St. John's student section, tie-dye night here. Cheerleaders are participating as well. St. John's gets to the line of scrimmage. Josh sends Bendelli in motion. He's going to hand it off up the middle to Shomish. And Shomish is going to churn ahead for a gain of about two or three yards where he's brought down by Greg Miles. going to put him at the 36-yard line for second and seven. And, yeah, if you're St. John's, just the clock is your friend. You just kind of want to keep that thing churning as long as you can because we saw how explosive Hazlitt can be <laughs> in that first quarter on their first drive. Second and seven. Josh is going to take a step back, check things over with his sideline. Gets back under center. It's going to be another run up the middle oh, of the show, big hole. Great open field tackle, <laughs> though, by Hazlitt. That was Carter Gerard there on oh, the tackle. Man. And, man, Shomish had a lot of room up ahead, but Good. Girard with a big open field tackle. Talk about laying the lumber. <laughs> I mean, that
2: was a huge hit. Shomish able to hold on to that ball and get the first down, though. We've
1: seen a couple big hits from Hazlitt here early, one on the kick return and one right there. But, Shomish able to get past the line of scrimmage, hit that hole up the middle pretty nicely. Those big guys up front, Robbie Anderson, Ryan Dimmick, doing good things for the St. John's offensive line. Bring up first and 10 at the 44. As dish will hand off to Bendelli over the left side.
3: Got to about
1: the 49-yard line. It's a good lead blocking right there by Shelmish, but uh, this is, Hazlitt
2: defense starting to swarm on these plays.
1: Yeah, they're queuing in on that Bendeley and Shomish kind of combo. When you combine that with the good tackling that they've shown so far, it makes for a pretty good defense. So second and six here on the 48 with 840 left here in the second quarter. Dush will come back off the center, check things over with his sideline. And it's going to be a run up the middle by Shomish. Big hole up the middle. He's across midfield at the 40. He's down at the 40, or at the 35-yard line, rather, on a nice tackle by Derek Walker to maybe break up a would-be touchdown as Shomish with a couple of really good runs here on this possession. And Vikings have 10 guys in the box, and he's
2: still able to do that right there. Great job by the... uh, St. John's line and uh, open up that hole and Brandon Shomish doing the rest of it all by himself. Real, A couple of really, really big-time power runs. Uh, he's a
1: great downhill runner. You can see that already. We'll see if they give it back to him. It's going to be Bendelli with the carry. He's going to go over the right side. Nice hole there made by Ryan Dimmick and Robbie Andritz. He's going to get to... About the 30-yard line where Luke Armstrong was able to bring him down. Second and six at the 31. St. John's gets in their huddle. See if they keep it on the ground or mix things up with a pass here. Their one and only pass is Well, from their quarterback, rather, was that nice pass down there by their goal line that was hauled in by Michael Burkhausen that was brought to the one that set up that Brody Dush QB sneak in for the touchdown. And we're going to get, I believe, a St. John's timeout. Timeout St. John's. John's. They're going to think things over here with seven minutes left in the second quarter as it is all tied up here on the Castle Game of the Week. You always get the best at Beck's Trailer Superstore, the nation's largest trailer dealer. With over 1,500
2: trailers on 45 acres, you're not going to find a better selection anywhere. Whether you're looking for an open or enclosed trailer for work or play, you'll find the perfect trailer at Bex. They have flexible financing options through several national and local lenders, offering the most competitive rates and payments starting at just $69 a month with approved credit. For the best selection of quality trailers at unbeatable prices, call 888 -888 say Or visit BexTrailerStore.com. Tony Young and the entire Young family salute all mid-Michigan area athletes. At Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC, they know it takes teamwork to be successful. So from the Young team to your team, have a great season. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC. On M21 and OASO, invite you to drive a little and save a lot. Visit them online at YoungAutoSales.com young Chevrolet Cadillac and young Buick GMC. Proud supporters of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle.
1: So St. John's will come out of that timeout with a handoff to Brandon Shomish as he's up across the 15, across the 10, makes a couple defenders miss as he's brought down at the five yard line on another good hard run there by the junior Brandon Shomish. He took that ball up the right side, made a couple men miss, what a run there for St. John's coming out of that timeout. Yeah, great hole opened up again on uh, this near side of the field by that Red Wings
2: line, and once he gets in, he makes a real nice cut to get him inside of the 10,
1: and uh, Shomish is all of a sudden just showing up. Yeah. First drive was a lot of Bendeli and now we're getting a healthy dose of Brandon Shomish here. Only problem is they might score too soon. <laughs> yeah. As long as there's one second on the clock, I think that would be considered too soon for the Immokery brothers. Shomish is going to get the ball
8: up oh, the middle
1: nice for a run. nice hard run. He finds the end zone. Brandon Shomish with a touchdown for St. John's, 14-8. to eight. They lead it over Hazlitt, 6-20 here in this second quarter, and it looks like they're going to keep the offense out and go for two. Man, he
2: is a tough runner, too. He is. There was like three or four different white jerseys that were making some serious contact with them. Shrugs all of that off and a
1: huge touchdown. But like I said, Casey, maybe scoring a little bit too soon here. <laughs> Coming out of that timeout, it was two runs there by Shomish. That was he only was able, six minutes.
3: Yeah.
1: It's going to be a two-point attempt. Dush is going to be forced to throw it in. It is incomplete. Didn't quite make it to the end zone. That was like Dawson Dabbler there on the coverage, doing a good job. So with 621 here to go in the second quarter, St. John's with a early 14 to 8 lead over Hazlitt.
2: At Mid-State Sales and Service, you're always going to find the best names in lawn care, like Simplicity and Skag. Right now, get rebates on select simplicity tractors and zero turns. Financing is available. See dealer for details. During the steel fall sale, pick up a new leaf blower or chainsaw at great prices. Keep your yard looking good this season and beyond. Mid-State Sales and Service. M21 just a quarter mile west of DeWitt Road in St. John. Mid-State Sales and Service is a proud supporter of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Well be sure to download and follow the Three Point Podcast. Hosted by the Z92.5 sports guy Ted Fatale, ESPN's Matt Burns and Jared Fatale of Bally Sports Detroit. Popular sports and pop culture show can be found on any of the big podcasting sites and the Castle Game of the Week is also archived for replay
1: at Three Point Pod. Three sports guys, three generations, three hot takes. So St. John's will kick off. They just decide to squib it to about the 40 yard line as I think Brady Purtle said, I'm not going to kick it deep and let Nakaya Makri a chance to run this thing back. So just kind of squibs it there up the middle, and Hazlitt will get the ball at about the 40-yard line here. When you need heavy hauling of sand, gravel, boulders, or stone, choose
2: the professionals at Mint City Excavating. They'll make sure you're getting the quality work you expect with the excellent customer service they've built the reputation on for over 25 years. Mid-City Excavating, locally owned and operated and offering 24-hour emergency service. Insured and experienced, call Mid-City Excavating to schedule your free estimate, 989-224-2482, or online at
1: midcityexcavating.com. So first and ten from the 40, and Nakai Amakri will hand off to his younger brother, Corey Amakri. He'll go up the right side where not much room as he's brought down after only a gain of about one takes his average down to 16 and a half (laughs) yards of carry. Bring up second and nine here for Hazlitt. You know, sometimes when you face a good team with one kind of game-breaking player, you can kind of key in on on him a little bit. When Hazlitt has two, it makes just things that much more difficult there for St. John's. Corey will take the direct snap. He'll try to go up the middle where he's brought down there by Brandon Shomish. So after Shomish has a touchdown on one end, he comes up with a nice tackle here on the other end. That'll bring up third and nine, rather third and seven after a gain of only about one there for Corey Immokery. And so far, quarterback Eric Lardy
2: has not touched the ball, Um, not even even snapped the ball to him. They actually have him uh, set up as almost like an H-back, as an extra blocker there. Looked like he was going to step under center for a second, but... As you can see, he's stepping kind of offset.
1: Going to make room for Amakri. He's going to try to throw it. He gets it over to the 50, and it's hauled in there by Derek Walker. Had a nice little catch and run there. He caught it at about the 45, ran out of bounds at the 43, as Nakia shows that he can do it in the air as well as he finds the junior, Derek Walker, for a nice gain there in the air. So it looks like he can do it all, huh, Bart? (laughs) Yeah. First and ten, going to be officially spotted at the 38-yard line. Hazlitt breaks the huddle. St. John's is set. The Amakri Brothers in the backfield. It's going to be a snap to Nakai. He's going to fake the handoff and go right up the middle. Makes a couple men miss. Looks like the ball actually came out there. I think he was able to recover it safely as he made his way up to about the 32-yard line there where Jacob Gregg was able to bring him down for St. John's. Second and five here on the 33-yard line, just over four minutes left in this second quarter. St. John's leads 14-8. They've scored on their first two possessions. Hazlitt looking to make it two in a row as well. This possession taking a little bit longer than the first. Ikaia Mockery will get the handoff. He'll actually hand it off to his brother. That's Coria Mockery. Good job by that St. John's front defensive line. Number 15, Brady Pirtle, was able to make that stop. And that will bring up third and four for Hazlitt on the St. John's 32-yard line. So a pretty good job here on this possession there for St. John's. Their defensive line doing some good work up front. That's Ryan Dimmick, Michael Burkhausen, Colin Simon, and David Frisbee doing a good job up front trying to contain Hazlitt's run game.
2: And that Hazlitt quarterback lined
1: up right about where that tackle for the Chiefs was lined up last night. huh? (laughs) Third and four. It's going to be Nakia Mockery around the left side. He's got a lot of room. He makes the man miss. He's out at about the 25. There is a flag on the field, though. At the right hash, we'll see what the call is. For now, it's a first down Hazlitt, but it looks like this one might be coming back. As Nakaya Mockery took that direct snap around the left side, just kinda outran everyone. And the refs are discussing. Would have been nice to see this last night in that Lions-Chiefs game. As you said, that right tackle was... <laughs> I
3: don't know oh, what man. he was doing.
1: <laughs> oh, that was allowed until, like, the, <laughs> the end <laughs> of the game. So the rest are taking a little bit to discuss. They're huddling right now where the flag is. For now, again, it stands a first down. We'll see what the call is. Now they're going to bring everyone together. St. John's up 14 to eight here as we are winding down this first half. 317 left to go in the second. Now coach Andy Schmidt's gonna say, what's going on? Because it's... Now they're moving the sticks though, so it is gonna be against St. John's. Up here in the press box, kind of hard to tell. Tell you what, the St. John's fans are booing. They're not fans. Didn't get an official call, but it is just going to be first down Hazlitt on the 24-yard line. All of that for a declined penalty. Yeah. So Nakaya Makri will take the snap in the shotgun. His brother, Corey Makri to his left. going to be a direct snap. He's going to go around the left side following his brother who makes a nice block. And Mockery is going to be forced out of bounds by Michael Oberlin for St. John's who did a good job forcing him out of bounds before he maybe tried to make a run for the end zone there. Good run there by Yeah, And you were talking about it,
2: the great call on that block. Corey Mockery definitely created that play.
1: He just kind of followed his brother. His brother made a nice clean block and... Bring up first and oh nope, it's going to be second and one rather on the 15-yard line. We got Eric Lardy. Thought he was going to maybe take a snap. It's going to be a direct snap for a mockery, and he is brought down well past the line of scrimmage by Wyatt Blamaster. What a nice open field tackle there by Blamasters. He was able to bring down a mockery. For a nice loss there, it's going to bring up second and, or rather, third and three on the 17-yard line. He was in the backfield in a hurry. Yeah, maybe they shouldn't have done the direct snap on that one. Maybe they should have
2: actually snapped it to Lardy and uh, seen what could develop about that, because Lamaster just
1: huge job of getting right through that line and making that shoestring tackle. <laughs> it's going to be a direct snap. Nakaya Mockery is going to look to throw. He's got a man. It's hauled in right at the 10 yard line, and there is a flag here in the backfield as a mockery took a pretty hard hit right as he threw that. (coughs) Pass was completed. I believe that was Derek Walker on the catch, and he was forced out of bounds by a couple St. John's defenders. And this flag is going to go against St. John's. It's going to be a personal foul. It's going to move the ball even further into St. John's territory as Hazlitt will have it first and 10, rather, first and goal on the six-yard line. 2.15 left to go here in this second quarter. St. John's winning or leading 14 to 8. But Hazlitt is knocking on the end zone. First and goal. Amakri is going to take the snap. That's Cory Amakri, he's going to get stopped right at the line of scrimmage there by a host of St. John's defenders. That was Michael Burkhausen and Colin Simons there with the gang tackle. Bring up second and goal here. Clock ticking down a little bit. Under two minutes left in the first half. Vikings not having a whole lot of luck running
2: between the tackles.
1: No, that St. John's defensive line is doing a great job. And really, the Times has had successes when they bounce it outside and try to get out toward the sideline. Yeah, Yeah, if they can get the edge, either one of the Mockery brothers has got the speed to make anything happen. But between the tackles, they are having a rough night. Second and goal, Nakai Mockery will take the direct snap, and the ball is ripped out of his hands at the goal line. That's going to be a turnover. What a play by Michael Burkhausen as he was able to rip the ball out of Nakia Makri's hands for what would be a touchdown, and it's going to be 1st and 10 St. John's. What a play. Yeah, rips that out of his hands and turns that into like a rugby
2: mall right there with five or six white shirts and five or six black shirts kind of pushing back and forth off the field. Take it all the way back to the uh, St. John's 19-yard line. And,
1: and you might have had a better view, Bart, from where you are. That didn't look like a fumble. He truly just ripped it out, yeah, right? he yeah. just
2: completely snatched that.
1: So that will bring up first and ten for St. John's. Let's see if they can get maybe a short two-minute drill here as there's only about a minute left here, but it's going to be a nice play early here as Shomish carries the ball out past the first down marker. There is another flag on the field. And it looks like maybe that was an errant flag. Braden Stellard was on the tackle there as Brandon Shomish gave another nice hard run for a gain of about 12. It's going to be 1st and 10 from the 32. St. John's leading 14 to 8. They have two timeouts left We're less than 40 seconds left in this second quarter. It's going to be a handoff to Bendelli. He's going to be stopped right at the line of scrimmage. Bendelly was brought down there by Brody
3: Quinn.
1: Yeah, you know, you look at St. John's, they've got two timeouts left.
2: Not taking advantage of the momentum of, a, of that turnover. Yeah, that was... I mean, you've got less than 30 seconds. You don't need to
1: keep the ball out of Hazle's hands anymore. So Dish is going to hand off to Shomish and they're just going to run this one out. As he was stopped just after the line of scrimmage for a gain of about three. So weird end here to this second quarter. As St. John's forces a turnover at the end with about 30 seconds left and then just decides to run it out. They're going to hold on to their lead. They lead Hazlett 14-8 to on the Castle game of the week.
2: Victory Heating and Cooling, serving all of Michigan's proud to feature Train heating and cooling products. Train has the right system for your home. Victory Heating and Cooling has Michigan's best HVAC installers and service crews in the business, and they'd love and appreciate the opportunity to serve you and your home. Victory Heating and Cooling, featuring Train products, the best team with the best products for your home. Visit victoryheatingandcooling.com or call 989 224 7171. William Graham Tax and Accounting in Corona has been serving mid-Michigan since 1985. Professional tax and bookkeeping with reasonable prices and excellent service. Hometown atmosphere that's easy, fast, and accurate. They're located at 270 North Bacchus Street in Corona, just a couple blocks from McCurry Park. Contact the experienced staff and schedule your free consultation. For more details on William Graham Tax and Accounting, Stop by or give them a call. Has your child missed a routine vaccination? The Shiawassee County Health Department offers all recommended vaccinations for children that, uh, for, wait a second, where are we at? All recommended vaccinations for children and can work with parents to determine a vaccine catch-up schedule that works for you and your family. Had a hard time with that for a second. Visit health.shiawassee.net for a comprehensive list of what vaccines your child may be eligible for and when to get them. Call 989-743-2356 to schedule an appointment. Shiawassee County Health Department, promoting wellness, protecting health. A little little bit of a surprise (laughs) here right now. Uh, 14 to 8,
1: St. John's at the half, huh? 14 to 8, St. John's Hadley came out, and that was an awesome first drive, and then St. John's did a great job answering the bell, got a touchdown of their own, and then forced that turnover there in the closing seconds there of that second half, or of that second quarter, rather. So St. John's leading 14-8. to We're going to send things back to the studio, and we'll catch you back here in about 10 minutes.
9: When it comes to an emergency, time matters. At Memorial Healthcare in Owasso, our emergency department is fast ER. We feature low wait times, and we're just a short drive from Flint and Lansing. With emergency trained providers and verification as a level three trauma center, Memorial is an acute stroke-ready hospital. For fast, friendly treatment of minor illnesses and injuries, Memorial Healthcare Urgent Care in Owasso and Durand is now open seven days a week with service from 10 a. To 8 p.m. No appointment is needed, and we're conveniently located. On North State Road across from Meyer in Owaso and on Lansing Road in Duran, we offer on-site X-ray and lab services too. Stop in Monday through Friday, 7:30 a.m. to 8 p.m. in Owasso and 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. in Duran. Saturday and Sunday, lab hours are from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. in both Owasso and Duran. Memorial Health Care, FAST CR, and with Urgent Care Lab and X-ray services now seven days a week. We invite you to find out more and visit us at memorialhealthcare.org. Hi, Tony Young here from Young Chevrolet and Ionia, St. John's, and Owasso.
5: Hoping you're having a great time enjoying this warm weather. It's
7: time for our big summer Chevrolet sell-down. Listen to what's happening right now. You can drive the all-new Chevy Trax. Have you seen this vehicle? It is gorgeous and it's selling fast. But we have them in stock and more arriving every single day. And guess what? With $2,000 down or minimum trade, you can lease them starting at $219 a month. That's right, $219 a month. And we always have Chevy Silverado four-wheel drive leasing for as little as 289 a month. Make the drive to young
5: Chevrolet in Ionia, St. John's, or Owasso. GMS 24 month, 10,000
2: miles per year lease to well qualified GM buyers with $2,000 down plus tax, title, state fees, and document fees. During the summer Chevy drive, get your best price on a new Chevrolet and great customer service after the sale from the Young Family
5: Chevrolet. Find new roads. Hey, you, listen up. This is Gary Jacobs from Jacobs Insurance in Owasso. Finding the best insurance coverage at the right price can be difficult especially after auto reform legislation. That's why it's important to work with an agency that will work for you. Jacobs Insurance has served our community since 1977. Now our children are joining the team. Our office provides professional and personalized commitment to each of our policyholders. That's probably the reason we've been voted the best insurance agency for nine years in a row. No matter what type of insurance, auto, home, business, we work with respected companies such as Pioneer State Mutual, who is located right here in mid-Michigan. Join the family at Jacobs Insurance and work with people who live in and support our community. To get a quote, call us at 725-7117, visit our website, jacobsinsurance.com, or stop by our office on M21, next to Home Depot. We'd
7: love to see you. Football finals moved back one day, and soccer finals are now at one location. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. The MHSAA football finals will be played Saturday and Sunday, November 25th and 26th this year, a day later than they are traditionally played. This is to accommodate the Michigan State-Penn State game that will be played at Ford Field on Friday, November 24th. As always, the Lions play Thanksgiving Day, and this year they host the Packers. Because of the change, the schedule for the two days of the MHSAA Finals is not yet set, as consideration will be given to teams that are not allowed to play on Sundays. But there will be no change to the TV and radio broadcasts of the Finals. All eight 11-player Finals will air live on Valley Sports Detroit, and all football Finals will be available to listen to via MHSAAnetwork.com. Also, the eight-player Finals will stream live on the NFHS Network. And those games will be once again played at the Superior Dome in Marquette on Saturday, November 18th. The football postseason will start Friday, October 27th, and it's never too early to start looking at playoff points. To see how your favorite team stacks up, just go to mhsaa.com, click football, and then playoff points. Ten teams will be looking to defend their titles from last year. Martin, and eight-player. And then Grand Rapids South Christian, Gladwin, Grand Rapids West Catholic, Jackson Lumen Christie, and Ottawa Lake Whiteford, an 11-player. And then an 11-player, you've got Belleville, Warren De La Salle Collegiate, and Detroit Martin Luther King, all looking for a third straight title. And Powers North Central will be gunning for a four-straight crown in the eight-player Division II. It's time for Game Balls, when we highlight a trio of standout performances from last week. First... A pair of sophomores from Brownstown Woodhaven, Pierce Scheffler and Alex Vasquez, finished third and fourth overall at the Downriver Watermelon Run, helping the Warriors to a first-place team finish. Flint Kearsley's Isaiah Gatica scored the game winner with 50 seconds left in a 4-3 soccer win over Goodrich. It was Isaiah's first career goal for the Hornets. And a Mason Southland of Muskegon, Mona Shores. She shot an event-best 40 leading the sailors to victory in the season's first OK Green Golf Jamboree. For high school seniors, the matchup of the year isn't on the field. It's actually online. That's right,
2: when you fill out the FAFSA, you know, the free application for federal student aid, you could also be eligible for thousands of dollars in additional money from the Michigan Achievement Scholarship. Yep, nearly 80% of students who fill out the FAFSA may be eligible. Now that's a matchup we can all root for. Get started today at michigan.gov slash achievement. The
7: Michigan Achievement Scholarship. It's a game changer. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with registered official Paige Winnie.
4: There's a new rule in volleyball regarding the wearing of jewelry. Previously, participants were not allowed to wear stud or post-like jewelry, such as earrings even if they were covered by tape. But now, stud or post-like jewelry worn above the chin is allowed. Stud earrings are now allowed to be worn during play and do not need to be covered by tape. Hoop-style jewelry, such as hoop earrings, are still not allowed, even if covered by tape. If a player is wearing hoop earrings, the coach will be issued an administrative yellow card for the first offense and a red card for a second offense in that set. Items such as a medical alert medal or a religious medal must be taped to the body and can be visible during play.
7: Thanks, Paige. Now more than ever, we need officials. If you're interested, please go to the MHSAA website now to register. There is a change to the boys' soccer finals this fall as well. All four divisions will be played on a single day at a single location, with Grand Ledge High School hosting the four title games on Saturday, November 4th. In years past, two games each have been played at two separate locations. This year, Division 4 will kick things off at 10 a.m., followed by Division 3 at 12.30. Division 2 will play at 3 p.m., and the day concludes with the Division 1 title matchup at 5.30. Rochester Adams, Richland Gold Lake, Holland Christian, and Muskegon Western Michigan Christian are the four schools looking to repeat as champions this fall. The soccer postseason starts with districts on October 11th. Semifinals will be played Wednesday, November 1st, and the season ends. November 4th at Grand Ledge High School. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross, and we'll see you next week.
4: Hey, Paul, I just got in an accident. What should I do?
2: You need to take it to Auto Crafters because we do good work. Auto Crafters Collision Repair Center. Auto Crafters is direct repair for most major insurance companies. Full collision, frame, and unibody repair. Top quality European refinishing paint. Auto glass repair and replacement. We'll get you on the road fast with towing and rentals. Auto Crafters, 1710 East M21 Owasso, right across from Walmart.
8: 989-729-1700, or visit us on the web at OwassoAutocrafters.com.
4: Autocrafters, you'll look at it, you'll love it.
8: They do good work. Shiawassee Fan. Families Against Narcotics is having a 5K River Fun Run to run drugs out of town on Saturday, September the 9th. It's a 9 a.m. start from the city of Owasso parking lot. Kids run for free, and this includes free registration, t-shirt, water bar, and a finisher's medal. All school teams and individual students are encouraged to participate. It's also easy to sign up at runsignup.com. Early registration is just $25 and includes a free tea and the water bar. Late registration is $35 without a T. Families Against Narcotics, or FAN, is a volunteer support group that provides a safe place for people to learn about narcotic and alcohol recovery from health professionals and from people in recovery. That's the Shiawassee FAN, Families Against Narcotics 5K River Fun Run to run drugs out of town on Saturday, September the 9th at 9 a.m. Sign up today to run or volunteer at runsignup.com. So be a part of the solution at Shiawassee Fan's Run Drugs Out of Town 5K Run on Saturday, September the 9th. It all kicks off at 8 a.m. from the city of Owasso parking lot. Together, we can run drugs out of town. WJSE, Ashley Owasso,
7: C92.5, The Castle.
1: Well, welcome back, listeners, to the Z92.5 Castle Game of the Week. I'm Casey Smith here with my partner, Bart Matthews, where we are at St. John's High School, where St. John's currently finds themselves leading 14-8 over the Hazlitt Vikings. A bit of an extended halftime here, as here at St. John's they're actually doing the 2023 Hall of Fame induction. So we'll get to that in a little bit. But, Bart, I know, uh, did you get some stats for us here in that first half? I know we had... Uh, a couple of big runs there by Hazlitt, and uh, St. John's and Showmish and Bendelli were pounding the ball pretty good.
2: Yeah, um, couple of, a couple of interesting stats here. I've got uh, St. John's actually statistically leading right now. I mean,
3: kind of reflected in the
2: score. Uh, St. John's with 151 yards on the ground
3: and uh, 25
1: yards in the air. Yeah, they really have been just, like, pounding the ball. Yeah, absolutely. The clock clock has been their friend as we've been, you know, kind of talking about that whole first half. And Shomish and Bendelli have done a good job of keeping things moving there for St. John's and keeping the chains moving.
2: Yeah, I've got uh, Brandon Shomish. I've got him for 10 carries for 76 yards. Uh, Mark Bendelli, 15 carries for 56 56 yards. So I've got uh, 151 yards total. For St. John's, uh, for Hazlitt, uh, 67 yards, and that's basically on uh, 12 carries. Nakai Amarki, or a mockery, I'm sorry, eight carries for 30 yards, including a, uh, a touchdown and a fumble there. And uh, Corey Amarki, the younger brother, four carries for 37 yards. I'm trying to see if I've gotten I do not have the time of possession. That's uh, That would be the most interesting stat, and uh, yeah. I do not have that. But uh, St. John's right now, that running game with uh, Brandon Shomish and Mark Vendelli, definitely getting it done for St. John's and doing a great job of holding on to that ball. That first drive, I don't know if I've seen a longer drive in a high school game ever. I mean, that was almost the entire quarter right there. That
1: was, yeah, just about all of 11 minutes. It's kind of been, you know, each team had kind of their own two-headed monster. you got Hazlitt with the two Mockery brothers, and then St. John's with, as we talked about, Shomish and Vendelli. So it's going to be a good second half here uh, on the Z92.5 Castle Game of the Week. So we talked about it, the St. John's Hall of Fame inductees uh, for the 2023 year. Um, Just going to kind of list those off. Mark Williams, who was the head groundskeeper here for 41 years, and I'll tell you, Bar, I work – uh, at Corona schools, high school sports would not be possible without groundskeepers and without maintenance staff. They are truly the unsung heroes. They, they do everything for kids, and, and a lot of times they don't get uh, some of the recognition they deserve. So it's really cool to see St. John sewing uh, some love to Mark Williams, who was the head groundskeeper here for 41 years. The 1987 and 1988 varsity cheer teams are getting inducted. Rex Knight, who was a 1959 St. John's High School graduate, he was a three-sport athlete at Alma College. Tim Moore, class of 1983 here at St. John's, he was a four-year starter at MSU and two-time All-Big Ten. And Emily Ann Murray was a 1990 grad here at St. John's, and she played tennis at the University of Toledo for Four years, So it's always cool when communities are able to show recognition for their past great uh, student-athletes, and St. John's is doing that here tonight. Also, their band had a great performance. And I'll give you credit, you pretty much knew every song within the first, like, five seconds of them playing. I don't know how you do it, but your, your memory is insane, and I'm sure you're like a stud trivia player if you ever play trivia. I used to work <laughs> as a DJ, too. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> That's probably why. <laughs>
2: No, but the st john's band i mean every year they uh, we come here and, and watch their halftime shows and it's always cool because because it's always some rock yeah you know, always some classic rock uh we heard the traveling willberries and then going from the traveling willberries to tom petty so a couple of different tom petty projects right there always cool when they do that and i, I always love what. Just the songs that they select to come up with, you know. It ain't John Phillips Sousa anymore,
1: you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's always cool. Looking ahead into some college games, MSU and Richmond will face off. And at the same time, they're at 3.30, U of M will take on UNLV. Bart, you're wearing your U of M hoodie right now. What did you think of the Wolverines in their uh, opening game there last week?
3: i not that awesome?
1: I, I, I was, I mean. Now, I said it earlier, I'm more of a Notre Dame fan than anything, but I'm also a U of M fan. That's pretty much all you wanted to see if you were a Wolverine fan. With no Harbaugh, they came in and took care of business.
2: Well, you know, and, and East Carolina's not the patsy that a lot of people play with. I mean, the Pirates last year were, what, 8-3, and three, I think? Yeah. So, I mean, they've they've kind of turned things around in their neck of the woods down in the Carolinas, and...
3: <laughs> Never
2: heard of East Carolina though. North Carolina and South Carolina. I'm not sure where that's on the map. I must be east of those two states. But great game. Uh, Michigan just completely dominated them. Uh, get towards the end of the game, and uh, what is there about 45 seconds left, and the coach decides he's gonna yeah, let's let's get a field goal. Yeah, let's let's go put some more points on the board. Yeah. I don't want it to look like we got crushed, so let's <laughs> kick a field goal with 33 <laughs> seconds left, you know. But yeah, just a, just an outstanding game. And uh, of course, we missed. I, I missed uh, Michigan State the night before, uh, but but Michigan looked great. Looking forward to watching that game tomorrow. A couple of big games tomorrow, but I'll probably be watching that. And of course, I'm getting excited. We got Maryland and uh, Charleston tomorrow night, man. man yeah. Man. It don't get better than that,
3: right? Maryland
2: and Charleston, man, that is going to be. Two
1: powerhouses. <laughs> oh,
2: man. Boy, NBC's got to be thinking, what did we pay this money for again?
1: Well, they got their good game last night. Yeah. They got the, the Lions Chiefs, and we talked a little bit about it in pregame. But I'll tell you what waking up on Friday mornings you know it's the last day of the work week it's always you got a little more pep in your step man I had I, I jumped out of my bed I was so pumped after that Lions win and I I know uh Ted this guy who's out uh covering the Corona branding game I'm sure he woke up with some pep in his step as well because he's one of the biggest Lions fans I know and for them to get that win man that's huge regardless of you know Kelsey being out and Chris Jones being out for Kansas City for them to get that win and doing it in a pretty convincing fashion there as they held on late that's all you can ask for if you're a Lions fan.
2: Oh, you know, and especially the performance of the rookies. Right. And uh, that, that's what got me is, you know, we talk about the Lions' Achilles' heel going to be that defense. Boy, they looked good last night. They really did. What, what, what's uh, the linebacker? What's his name?
1: Campbell, the new, the rookie yeah. Campbell, yeah.
2: Wow. Yeah, I, he looked good. Um, Jameer Gibbs didn't get a whole lot of touches but you could just kind of see how fast he was so I was really impressed with that and that Montgomery that they took from uh, Chicago he's going to be the deal.
3: Yeah
1: yeah, I mean anytime you can hold Patrick Mahomes to 21 points or 20 points rather you know you're doing a pretty good job and then on the offensive side like you said Gibbs we didn't see a ton of him but what we did see he was pretty explosive he had that nice really good uh, third down one run I remember and so it's definitely not the same old lines of old as, as some of us might be used to. I'm I'm excited for this season for sure. Jameer Gibbs is going to be
2: by the end of the season their most dangerous receiver on top of everything else. Oh and, yeah. Uh,
1: and and still you know Jameson Williams is waiting to come back yeah. after his suspension. So you know we forget
2: about that. You know right. Uh, one of our one of our degenerate gamblers over there. <laughs> but yeah, they look good and um. You know, I want to talk a little bit more about uh, what uh, Mr. Taylor there from that uh, right tackle position. Um, Aiden Hutchinson was just getting brutalized all night long. Not only that, but, you know, they were double and triple teaming him for uh, most of the evening, uh, grabbing, clutching.
1: Yeah. And
2: then on top of everything else, the, uh, the interesting formation that uh, Kansas City's offensive line coach came up with.
1: So, did, so let, let me get your opinion. Did you think Kansas City was taking advantage of maybe a rule or or what the refs were doing, or do you think they were th- that it should have been a flag every time? Because I saw a lot of people on Twitter were kind of debating that. Well, it's actually not illegal. They're just kind of taking advantage of kind of something that should maybe be a flag. And then other people were saying, no, that's a flag. you got to throw it every time. What kind of side of that did you uh, side with? Well, my understanding
2: is, and I, and I can't think of the guy's name that they talk to at the studio in New York, who's kind of the expert. You know, he's right. kind of the guy that And every NFL game now has this guy <laughs> that's kind of analyzing stuff from, from back in the studio, and he's checking out the instant replay, and he's, he, he knows the rules back and forth. Right. Uh, and according to him... Pretty much every play, Taylor, was off, was, was offside. I mean, or, or, or extremely onside, I guess. He was, <laughs>
6: right, he was yeah. a little
2: too far away <laughs> from the line of scrimmage there. Uh, gives you a huge advantage because he's able to uh, back up and get towards the quarterback a lot quicker and kind of form that bowl that the uh, offensive linemen like to do.
7: Right. I mean, it was brutal.
2: And then on top of that, the holding and clutching. Right. But uh, Hutchinson still able to give uh, Patrick Mahomes fits for most of the night.
1: Yeah, he had a couple plays, that, like, just kind of seeing some highlights on Twitter and, and the next day on ESPN. He had a couple plays where, man, he was just throwing around some of their linemen and yeah, didn't quite end up with, you know, maybe as many sacks as he could have, but yeah, I mean, he was pressuring Mahomes, like you said, all night. It, it was definitely a good opening opening win there for the Lions. We'll see how the rest of the season goes. What they got Seattle next. Seattle and then Carolina, and then, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, a great game last night. Definitely set up the NFL season to, to be a fun one, if that game was any indication. Went down right to the wire, and home lines got there well, the away, rather, but our home lines got the win, which you're never going to be unhappy with. No, not at all. And it's so cool also to have this kind of media coverage.
6: Right.
2: This kind of expectations, this kind of all of a sudden Detroit's not an afterthought. I mean, the last time they had this kind of coverage – was the year they went 0-16 for the wrong reasons, you know. And, and it's just so nice that the national media, you know, take a couple of seconds to stop talking about the New York Jets and the New York Giants and the Dallas Cowboys. Take just a second and realize there's other, you know, there's 29 other teams in the NFL, right? and they're giving Detroit all kinds of love, so it's pretty cool.
1: And it's cool how many primetime games they have this year. You know, usually we're used to them just having that one Thanksgiving game, and, you know, they got, I think, three or four primetime games yeah. this year. So a lot of Lions going to get some national coverage, which is definitely, you know, really cool to hear. So we're going to get things started here in the second half. St. John's leads 14-8 to over Hazlett. St. John's kicking off and it's going to be bobbled there at about the 18-yard line by Nakaya Mockery. He tried to turn it back up the middle, but I think his foot slid out of bounds. That referee on the sideline was right on top of it.
2: Yeah, kind of a sloppy job of fielding that grounder. Uh, Driving the game tonight, going to be brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso, saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. And the player of the game tonight brought to you by the Audiology Center of St. John's. For hearing, testing, and health, visit
1: them at wecarehowyouhear.com. It's going to bring up first and ten here for Hazlitt to open the second half. Quarterback, well, listed quarterback Eric Lardy, rather, has been more of a blocker here so far in this game as Nakai and Corey Amakri, the two brothers, have been taking the ball for the most part. Nakai Mockery's is going to take the direct snap, scrambles out to his right, throws a pass just out of reach of Derek Walker. That will bring up second and ten. So Nakai Mockery again, the bowling green commit, as we talked about, he's done a little bit of everything. He's ran it. He's passed a couple times. He's also their kick and punt returner. And he's going to try to be the one who wills them back into this game as they find themselves down by a touchdown here against St. John's.
2: Yeah, and as we saw in their first drive, I mean, they've definitely got some quick strike (laughs) capability. If they can get either one of the mockery guys, brothers, to kick it outside.
1: Absolutely. Nakai is going to take... Success up the middle that time. Yeah, and Nakai... Takes that snap, he hands it off to the junior, Derek Walker, as he goes up the left hash for a gain of about seven or eight. Makes this third down more manageable. Gonna bring up third and two from the 28-yard line. Usually we see Nakai or Corey taking those handoffs. That time they handed it off to the wide receiver. First time somebody whose last name isn't mockery has touched the ball. Well, besides the center. (laughs) Shout-out to Grayson Romy, the junior center there for the Vikings. Snap to Nakai Amakri. He's going to go up the left side following his brother. Actually, rather, that's Corey Amakri with the snap who followed Nakai. He was able to get the first down. He was brought down there by Michael Berkhausen for St. John's. Moving the chains here for Hazlitt. Opening minutes here of this third quarter. Red Wings did a really
2: good job of uh, protecting the edge on that.
1: Yeah, we talked about once those two Hazlitt runners, once they find kind of the sideline, you know, they have that breakaway speed to take it to the house. And St. John's, like you said, did a good job there of kind of closing the gap. Going to be a snap to Nakaya Mockery. He's going to try to go up the left side. Another good job there by St. John's for protecting that end. They don't let him go anywhere. He's brought down right at the line of scrimmage. Rather, that was Derek Walker who took that snap. It's going to be second and nine for Hazlitt on the 32-yard line. Ten minutes to go here in this third quarter. St. John's up 14-8 to here on their Hall of Fame induction night. Hazlitt gets to the line of scrimmage. St. John's gets set. The Immokery brothers in the backfield. It's going to be a direct snap to Nakai Immokery. He runs to the right. He's going to look to pass. He's going to keep it, rather. Up past the 35 to the 40. crosses the first down line out of bounds at the 45-yard line, and there's a speedy run there by Nakai Immokery as he's brought down there by Burkhausen at the far right sideline. So that'll bring up first and ten here for Hazlitt.
2: Yeah, if either one of these brothers, if they can – turn that corner, then then St. John's got some difficulty for sure.
1: Cider. Yeah, we just got personally delivered some cider again, talking about the hospitality here at St. John's. Beautiful facilities, beautiful press box.
2: Awesome. Thank you. Thank you.
1: I wonder if Ted ever got cider. They must like me a little more. I'm telling you. (laughs) You're not rubbing them the wrong way like Ted used to. Corey Mockery will take the direct snap. He'll go out to the right side where he's brought down again by Burkhausen. Burkhausen has a couple nice tackles on the outside protecting that edge here for St. John's. That was only a gain of about two or three there. Bring up second and eight from the 46 yard line. You can't have cider
2: without, donut. without a donut. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if this is from, uh, from Phillips or if this is from Uncle John's, but either way, I'm pretty happy with it.
1: So second and eight here for Hazlitt. Ball at their own 48. Nakai's going to fake the snap to his brother. He's going to keep it himself. He's going to go across midfield to about the 46-yard line there where he's brought down by Jacob Gregg, the senior linebacker. Makes this third and short. Going to be about third and one here at the 46.
2: And a good job right there of the uh, Vikings offensive line. One of the few times that they've had success running up the gut.
1: Has what's going to break their huddle. St. John's is already set. Third and one at their own, four, uh, rather at St. John's is 46. Eric Lardy, the lead blocker for Nakai Makri, He's going to run right up the middle following Grayson Romey and Landon Bowers, that center and guard combo on the right side. Great run there for Amakri as he's able to get all the way up to the 39-yard line for a nice gain of about eight or nine yards. First and ten here for Hazlitt. Ball on the 39. They're putting together a nice little drive here after a slight miscue on their kick return stepped out of bounds at about the 15 with a lot of room there to the yeah. sideline. Kind of St. John's avoided maybe a nice return there. Direct snap to a Mockery. He's going to go right up that right side again following that junior combo no. of Grayson Romey and Landon Bowers. St.
2: John's come up with that ball? Nope. They did, but it was not ruled a fumble.
1: Eli Rents was able to bring down the runner. Second and five here from the 34. 7.20 left to go in this third quarter. So Hadlett maybe taking a little playbook out of uh, St. John's, rather, as Hadlett's kind of turning the clock here a little bit. Picking up four or five yards at a time. They find it second and five at the St. John's 34. The Immokery Brothers in the backfield is going to be a direct snap to Corey, the sophomore. He's going to follow up around that right hash for a gain of about two or three. Looks like that was Jacob Gregg there on the tackle. Third and four here for Hazlitt. Ball on St. John's 33-yard line. Here comes Eric Lardy, listed as their quarterback, but has done more of the blocking here for the Amakri brothers. Hazlitt will break the huddle. Third and four, ball on the 33-yard line. It's going to be Corey taking the snap. No, rather, Nakai Makri taking the snap. He's going to go up the left side, and he is stopped right at the line of scrimmage. That's Brandon Shomish, who's done a lot on the offensive and defensive end here for St. John's in this one, stopping Nakai Makri right at the line of scrimmage. I don't know if Mockery slipped on that one or not,
2: but uh, not a good gain from Hazlitt. Brings up fourth and six.
1: Hazlitt keeping their offense out. They need to get to about the 29-yard line to convert this fourth down here. St. John's fans are on their feet. It's a big play here early in this third quarter. Derek Walker goes in motion. It's the Mockery Brothers in the backfield. Nakai looking like he's going to take this snap and rather St. John, or excuse me, Hazlitt is going to call a timeout. So 528 here in this third quarter. St. John's leading 14-8 to and a big fourth down and six for Hazlitt to think about here as we get a word from one of our sponsors.
2: Broadcast of tonight's game is a copyrighted presentation of the Michigan High School Athletic Association and WJSZ. No reproduction, retransmission or other distribution of the acu- descriptions or accounts of this game may take place without the express written consent of the MHSAA, Z92-5 The Castle, and Sportsnet Michigan. For nearly 50 years, Fast Eddie's car wash and oil change centers have been setting themselves apart from the competition, offering the latest in car wash engineering with state-of-the-art technology. Fast Eddie's focuses on preventative maintenance for your vehicle, offering services like coolant flushes, transmission flushes, complete fuel system maintenance, and everything your vehicle needs to keep it running at its peak performance. Visit fasteddiescarcare.com for specials, gift cards, and more. If
1: you want to keep talking about our sponsors, you can. It gives me more time to eat the donuts and drink the cider that we got. <laughs> well, we got a big fourth down right here. Fourth and six ball on the 35, Hazlitt takes the snap, it's going to be a mockery. He's going to run around the right side, he's going to be stopped short with a great open field tackle there by number five, Michael Burkhausen, man, he has had a couple of those open tackles there Saving first down, saving touchdowns there on the sideline as he brought Burko's down. and
2: the one that stripped the ball too, right? Yeah,
1: he brought down a mockery there well behind the line of scrimmage. And that's going to be a turnover on downs for Hazlitt. As St. John's will take over first and ten on their own 32-yard line. St. John's Public Schools offers a complete experience of quality classes, extracurricular
2: activities, and multiple resources to help your child succeed. We'll talk some
1: more about that right after this. St. John's gonna go with a run play here. Looked like that was Brandon Shomish.
3: That was
1: actually the senior, Mark Bendeley, with the carry. Tried to go up that right side and he was stopped short of the line of scrimmage. Maybe it looked like a loss of one there by Brody Quinn from Hazlitt. Brody. Brody. Keep wanting to say Brady I know. (laughs) me too. So just under five minutes to go here in this third quarter. We got a good one here on the Z92.5 Castle Game of the Week. I'm Casey Smith here with my partner, Bart Matthews, as St. John's is leading 14-8. They're going to give a carry there to Shomish up the left side. Hazlitt was all over that one. That was actually Evan Peel, the senior running back, for St. John's with that carry. Caleb Fisher stopped him for a loss of two. And it's going to bring up third and 12 here for St. John's with the ball on their own 30-yard line. So after that turnover on down, Hazlitt's done a good job here, these first two plays, to stop Hazlitt kind of dead in their tracks, and that's going to bring up a long third down. We'll see what St. John's chooses to do here with this play call. Going to send a couple wide receivers out wide here to our right. It's going to be a pass. Dosh looks back. He's going to try to go for the screen, just over the outstretched arms of Brandon Shomish as Dush had to evade a would-be sack. He just kind of tossed it up and was hoping Shomish could bring it in. He was unable to, and that's going to send the punt team out here for St. John. Was that the
2: big guy, Eric Lardy, on the rush down there? I think
1: it was. Still didn't get the ball. (laughs) So a good defensive stand here by... Hasla. And now if you're St. John's, you really have a question because their punt returner is Nakai Makri. Do you really want to punt him the ball and give him an open field to run? I don't know if you could maybe rugby it towards this near side and kick it away from him. Oh, and that's an errant snap well over the punter's head. He's going to oh, grab no. it at the one-yard line. And, oh, that's a costly mistake there for St. John. So an errant snap over the punter's head, that was Kyle Lockwood who was trying to bring that one in just over his outstretched hands as he jumped for it. Ended up falling on it at the one where Hazlitt was all over it. And so that's gonna bring up first and goal for Hazlitt as things have turned in their favor here in these last few seconds. St. John's still with the lead, 14 to eight, 3.44 here to go in the third. They're going to spot it at the two. First and goal. Hazlitt breaks their huddle. It's going to be a direct snap. Amakri up the middle, pushing through, and he is in for a touchdown. That is Nakai Amakri with his second touchdown of the game to bring this game to a tie at 14 all. So a mental mistake there by. St. John's on the punt snap. Forces a Hazlitt touchdown on the very next play. Hazlitt comes out, they're going to attempt the extra point. Try to take a one-point lead here. In the winding few minutes of this third quarter, 338 to go. Zach Curtis to attempt the kick. Eric Lardy is holding. So he will touch the ball, Bart. Oh. <laughs> not
2: yet. Maybe not.
1: We got a couple flags here. Oh, he here. did.
2: They, they did snap it to him, but he's holding the ball up, too. Like, hey, look, guys. It's the first time I've touched it, and I'm the quarterback.
1: That's going to be an offside call there on St. John's. Has going to come back for their point after. Snap kick is up and good. So Hazlitt takes the lead with 3.38 to go in the third quarter. They are leading over St. John's 15-14. to 14.
2: St. John's Public Schools offers a, comple- a complete experience of quality classes, extracurricular activities, and multiple resources to help your child succeed. Whether it's their athletic teams, theater, and fine arts programs, academic clubs specialized learning mental health tools or career pathways students exceed their goals both in and out of the classroom they also offer an all-day kindergarten program to give your son or daughter the best advantage at an early age get more information information at sjredwings.org Walder, lord hahn your local full-service auto owners insurance agent Save by insuring your home, business, life, boat, or car with no problem, auto owner's insurance agent, CLH Insurance. 200 West Exchange in Owasso. Call 725-7134 or visit them online at clh-insurance.com. CLH Insurance, Insurance, a proud sponsor of high school sports on Z92.5. The castle wishes all area high school athletes good luck this season.
1: So Hazlitt's going to kick off here to St. John's. Will King kicking off for Hazlitt and Thomas Putnam back deep for St. John's. And that kick is going to go out of bounds. So St. John's going to get some good field position here to start after that kickoff goes out of bounds. At about the 10, that will bring the ball out to a more manageable position. 15-14 to 14 here. Hazlitt leading over St. John's. 3.38 to go here in this third quarter and that was pretty good uh opening possession there by Hazle. they ended up turning it over then an errant punt by st john's gives Hazle the ball right back at the two and then they're able to punch it in and take the lead here so we'll see how this one is going to shake out for st john's as they had some good offensive possessions in the first half second half here has been a little stagnant to start just the quarterback is going to hand off to Shomish. And this is what we saw early on. He's at the 40, the 35, the 30. Makes nice. the man miss.
3: He's at the 20, the 2015. 20,
1: and he is brought down at about the 14-yard line. Brandon Shomish hit that middle hole hard and carried that ball about 40 yards all the way down to the Hazlitt 14-yard line. What a run there by the junior, Brandon Shomish. 51 yarder right there and a, and a good
2: job of uh, making a nice little fake on, uh, on number seven who is number seven here Derek Walker picking up a couple of extra yards and Shomish has been doing it all night long that's actually his first touch in the
1: of the second half they're gonna give it right back to him he's gonna try to go up that left side he stopped there by number nine, Zach Curtis, for a gain of maybe one. Yeah, St. John's, it looks like they must have saw something over on
2: that little that side right there, but uh, Hazlitt able to plug it up this time.
1: Not another 51-yard rip for sure, but two yards, three yards. Another shout-out there to those interior linemen for St. John's, Kyle Lockwood, Robbie Androns and Ryan Dimmick. They are Making some good running room there for especially Brandon Shomish. Man, I think I could have ran that hole. Second and seven here. Ball at the 12. St. John with it looking to score. It's going to be a handoff. And that's going to be stopped well behind the line of scrimmage. That's Brody Quinn there with the tackle on Mark Bendeley, who tried to go up the middle. A.J. Hawk's (laughs) brother-in-law. I didn't know that. (laughs) Did you know (laughs) that
2: the king of cartoons from the Pee Wee Herman show was also Blackula?
1: I did not know that.
2: And that Lawrence Fishburne was (laughs) Cowboy Curtis? I did not know
1: that. Yeah. Did you know that Brady Quinn and A.J. Hawk were brother-in-laws? That I did know. (laughs) I I feel like I may have heard that one time. Good Lord. (laughs) So third and seven here with a minute 25 left in the third quarter, St. John's with the ball, Bendeley goes in motion. It's gonna be a pitch out to the left. He cuts through the middle, pushing some defenders. It's gonna be stopped short of that first down marker. We'll see where the official spot is. Looks like it was big Eric Lardy there with the tackle, the junior linebacker and sometimes quarterback as he's listed. So that's going to bring up fourth and four. Looks like St. John's is going to take the points, try to take the lead here and go for the field goal. Brendan Thomas is the holder. Brady Pirtle is the kicker. He's getting set up to take the lead. The snap, the kick, up and no good. Look good from I here. From I think St. John fans really thought it was good. good. They were cheering. But it looked like it just went wide right, I guess, is the call here. When Mother Nature leaves your broken
2: branches or toppled trees, call Ferrell's Tree Trimming and Removal. Ferrell's does tree work in all four seasons, has three certified arborists on staff, and offers the latest technology in tree health care. They also sell firewood year-round and are licensed by the Michigan Department of Agriculture. Check them out online at FarrellsTree.com or call 989-862-4453. Experienced,
1: equipped, insured. Ferrell's Tree Trimming and Removal. So after that missed field goal, that'll bring up 1st and 10 here for Hazlitt. Probably have time for one more play. 12 seconds left. They're leading 15-14. to It's going to be a direct snap to Nakaya Makri. He's going to go up the middle. Runs into his own lineman. And, man, if that hadn't happened, I had a feeling he would have been gone. There was nothing but daylight in front of him. Going to shake out to about a gain of 6 or 7 as Shomish was there on the tackle, but really, man, mockery runs right into his lineman there. That's going to do it here for the third quarter. St. John's and Hazlitt. Hazlitt leading 15 to 14. We'll be right back here with this fourth quarter on the Castle Game of the Week. Appleby Oil and Propane has been your local
2: choice for fuel needs since 1975. And they're proud to serve Shiawassee, Clinton, and Saginaw counties with excellent customer service. They carry a full range of farm fuels, soy diesels, premium diesel fuel, NL gas, and 90-octane recreational gas. Excellent for chainsaws, lawnmowers, and all small engines. Shop local with a name you know and trust for fuel online at applebeeoil.com. Bob's Auto Body prides themselves on trusted and reliable service 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. They offer damage-free towing and flatbed service with free estimates. They work with AAA towing and provide roadside assistance if you get locked out of your car, run out of gas, or need a jump. They've got a full-time mechanic, and you get a free loaner while they complete the job. Bob's Auto Body, 1005 North US 27 in St. John's, offering 24-hour service so they're there when you need them. Get a full list of services at bobsautobodyinc.net.
1: So that first down play will be an official gain of four for Nakai Amakri, the Bowling Green commit. Second and six here from their own 24. He's going to take the direct snap again. He's going to churn up to about the 27-yard line where he's brought down by Cooper Schaefer.
3: And it
1: looks like third and three is the official marking. Man, that was a tough missed field goal there if you're St. John's ending that third quarter. After that big run by Showmish to take them all the way down to the 15, to come up there with no points in a close game like this with, you know, Nakaya Makri and Corey Makri on the other offensive end, that's tough. It's going to be Nakaya Makri takes it himself. He's going to go up the left side, makes a couple men miss. Where he's brought down at about the thirty four yard line. That's Evan Peel, the senior linebacker on the tackle there for Saint John's. Good job of faking that reverse
2: too. It looked like uh looked like he was going to uh, hand that one off. Instead he keeps it, cuts it outside, and another big first down. And you know, you were talking about it earlier, Casey. Hazlitt is all of a sudden becoming the team that's trying to uh, hold on to the ball and chew the clock, becoming more
1: of a possession team instead of a first-strike, fast-strike team like they were in the first half. Right, with a couple of good running options. I mean, we've been saying it all game, but the Amakri brothers and Derek Walker, the junior wide receiver, has taken a couple of handoffs as well. You know, they have some pretty good runners that can keep the chains moving here for Hazlett. It's going to be first and ten on the 34-yard line, 10-30 left to go in this fourth quarter. Hazlett's trying to get some things sorted out. On their sideline, getting some substitutions set. They break their huddle. St. John's is set. First and ten. The Immokery brothers in the backfield. It'll be Corey Immokery. He's going to go up the left side, cuts back to the middle. Brought down at about the 39-yard line. Looks like that was Colin Simons there on the tackle for St. John's. Vikings having a little bit more success running it up the middle than they were in the first half. So second and five here on the 39. Under 10 minutes left to go here in this fourth quarter. Hazlett hanging on to a one point lead. It'll be snapped to Nakayama, oh. And he is brought down instantly in the backfield. That's Brandon Shomish again, who's been lighting it up on defense. That's probably what is maybe third or fourth tackle for loss in the backfield. That'll bring up third and six as he was in the backfield right when the ball was snapped, basically. What a great play and read there by the junior linebacker. <laughs> great shoulder, too, man. He hit him like a dart. That was a nice tackle. So third and six, ball on, Hazlitt's own 38. They lead 15-14, to 14, nine minutes to go here in this fourth quarter on the Castle Game of the Week. I'm Casey Smith here with my partner, Bart Matthews, bringing you a close one. We hope you stay listening here till the finale. Ball is snapped. It's Eric Lardy in at quarterback. He's going to throw. He's got Nakia Makri just out of his stretched hands. That was at the 50-yard line. Man, that would have been a first down and more. That was Brady Purdle on the coverage there on a mockery as quarterback Eric Lardy just threw it outside of Nakai's outstretched hands, and that's going to bring up fourth and six on the 38. We'll see what Hazlitt chooses to do. Looks like it's going to be a punt. So Eric Lardy will punt it. Mark Bendeley is back at his own 25 to return. Snapped and kicked. It's a high kick. Nice hang time on that. And it's going to take a Hazlitt roll. Picked up by St. John's at about the 23-yard line. That could have been a little little, chaotic. A a little risky right there to cover (laughs) that. That punt like that. They want it to bounce a couple more yards. Looks like it was Jaden Keyes on the return. He swooped in and just kind of landed on it. Lucky he didn't take one off the knee or the foot or the hands and send that yeah. one back to Hazlitt. So St. John's will get the ball at their own 24, first and 10. They need to put some points on the board here as they find themselves down 15 to 14 against Hazlitt. They got eight minutes and 41 seconds to do it. And man, wouldn't it be fitting if they start and end this game with. A long, churning, scoring drive. St. John's gets to the ball. Bendley goes in motion. It's going to be a handoff to Showmish up the middle. Makes a couple men miss. Nice little spin move there to gain a couple yards. Looks like a gain of about three. They'll spot it at the 28-yard line. Looks like that was not quite tell who made that tackle. Again, Hazlitt with the white jerseys and white numbers <laughs> with faint blue outlining. It's a little bit hard for us to see up here. Yeah, in the dark underneath the lights, it makes it even tougher. Second and six, ball on St. John's 27-yard line. Eight minutes left here in this fourth quarter. It's going to be a handoff to Bendeley. He's going to cross the 30 up to about the 31. He's brought down by Carter Garrett. Gerard rather. Three, eight. Seven,
3: eight by
1: and it looks like we're going to get third and six. Ball on the 31.
3: Okay, down
1: and three. St. John's breaks their huddle. Hazlett gets set. And you got to wonder if it's going to go to Showmish, if it's going to go to... Bendeley, what St. John's is going to do here. Third and three. It's going to be Bendeley off to the right side. He cuts through on the right hash. He looks like he's going to be stopped short as he got to about the 33-yard line. Looks like that was Luke Armstrong with the nice tackle there to bring Bendeley down. Short of the first down marker. Fourth and one on the 33. Seven minutes left, St. John's down by one, 15-14 against Hazlitt. St. John's comes out. Their offense is taking the field. Dush under center. Sends Bendley back in motion. Dush is actually going to come out, take a look from head coach Andy Schmidt. Gets back under center. And it's going to be a QB sneak. And that's going to push him across the 35 for a first down. St. John's, yeah, good surge right there by that uh, red-winged
2: line. Takes them up to the 35, and we've seen quite
1: a few third and fourth down conversions by St. John's tonight. St. John's kind of taking a play. The Philadelphia Eagles kind of made it famous last year where they just let Jalen Hurts sneak it, and then everyone just pushes them. Yeah. It looks like uh, Bendeley and Shomish there just kind of pushed Brody Dush, the quarterback, as he kept that one, pushed him over the first down marker there. So that'll be first and 10 here on the 35 for St. John's. Less than six minutes to go here in the fourth. It's going to be a pass play. Dush looking. He evades one sack. Finds a man at the 40-yard line. Going to be only about a gain of five, but that was about 15 yards in the air as Brody Dush had to evade all the way back to his own 25-yard line as he was being faced by three Hazlett defenders, and it looked like that was tight end Michael Burkhausen who made that catch. They're going to mark him at the 39 for a gain of about five. Yeah, real gutsy right there by Brody Dush. I mean, like you said,
2: three different blitzers coming at him, and he just kind of keeps his head up and launches that ball. Short pass, but a big completion and a gutty completion, and you saw three of his players come over and kind of congratulate him and
1: pick him up after that one. So he's gonna hand off here to Bendley. That's gonna be up the middle for a pretty good gain there. That's gonna bring up third and short. Third and one. Man, do you feel this
2: press box shaking or what? I it was gonna get like that, man. <laughs>
1: it gets loud here.
2: I mean, the way the, the way these bleachers are built. I mean, this whole. Side,
1: home side just kind of swayed. And they're going to get louder as Brandon Shomish oh. takes it up the middle across midfield to the 45-yard line. St. John's is marching. They'll move the chain. First down, Shomish on a nice run there. Hard run up to the 45-yard line. Less than five minutes to go here in the fourth quarter. i got to tell you, with
2: four and a half minutes left and a uh, one-point difference here, we could be looking at our second upset in a row. Yeah. I mean, I don't think this is as big of an upset as uh, New Lothrop over Chessoning, but it's an upset nonetheless if they can sustain it, and it looks like they can with runs like that. we got a flag down, though, over at the
1: 45. Bendley really took that run up the right hash for a gain of about five. There is a flag in the backfield. We'll see what the call is. The refs are huddling. Hazlitt leading 15 to 14, four minutes and 14 seconds left in this fourth quarter. St. John's is backing up for now. The ball is still currently placed at about the 38-yard line. We'll see what the refs call. It's going to be holding on St. John's. So that'll back things up for them. St. John's fans are booing. They're not happy. Going to back them all the way up to their own 45-yard line. They need to get to Hazlitt's 35-yard line. So that's a costly penalty there for St. John's as they're trying to start this game-winning drive. Clock is running. Four minutes left here in this fourth quarter. Hazlitt 15, St. John's 14. You're listening to the Castle Game of the Week on Z92.5. I'm Casey Smith with my partner, Bart Matthews. St. John's gets to the line. They're going to give it to the running back. Stopped right about at the line of scrimmage there. That was 25, Wyatt Blomaster. That's his first carry of the game. He was brought down right at the line of scrimmage. Couldn't quite tell who that Hazlitt defender was, but he made a nice one-on-one tackle there to bring up second and 20. 3.20 left to go in this fourth quarter. And if you're St. John's, you might be thinking about a pass here on one of these downs. Got a lot of ground to cover. And here it is. It's a pass play. Josh is going to take the pass, and it's going to be nearly intercepted. That was Corey Amakri who came out of nowhere, doubt, dove for it, got a hand on it, almost intercepted it, deflected it, and that's going to bring up third and 20 here for St. John's. That looked like Mark Bendeley was the intended receiver there for Brody Dush on that rollout to the right, but what a play there by the sophomore, Corey Amakri. And that'll make things difficult.
2: Yeah, St. John's has played a great game tonight, but they are not a vertical
7: team.
1: No. Third and 20, and they're going to do a little halfback pass here. That's Bendeley. He's going to throw it, and that is intercepted at the 35-yard line. That was Corey Amakri. He missed the play before. He said, give me one more chance. I'll make up for it. He was able to snag that one in. So, a halfback pass there called for St. John's ends up in a turnover as the senior Mark Bendeley was able, or was rather threw that one into the arms of Corey Amakri. And you mentioned it, Bart, St. John's not the most vertical team. I think that's the second time they've went to a half-back pass.
3: Now,
1: start your wellness journey today at the brand-new Memorial Healthcare Wellness Center in Owasso.
2: Members have access to a full array of scientifically and medically based wellness initiatives to help you reach and maintain your fitness goals. Membership includes the use of the cardio exercise area, the sky track where you can walk, jog, or run, drop in on one of many fitness classes, swim and exercise in the therapy pool, or relax in the sauna and steam rooms. Memorial Healthcare Wellness Center offers a choice of memberships to fit the whole family.
1: Find out more at memorialhealthcare.org. So after the interception by Corey Mockery, they'll hand it off right to him here to start this drive. First and ten, he goes up the left hash for only a gain of about two or three there. And St. John's will call their first timeout. They have two remaining, two fifty-four left here in the fourth quarter. Hazlitt clinging to a one-point lead. They lead fifteen to fourteen over St. John's. Merck Perks from Mercantile
2: Bank is here. Merck Perks. Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare, and cruises. Cashback awards and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking, and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for perks, Merck is here. Learn more at mymerckperks.com member FDIC. Pro Reflections in St. John's is your ultimate source for the best in auto detailing services. Whether you just want that immaculate hand wash, paint correction, interior detailing, or a complete full detailing service, you're going to love the finished look. If you want your car to shine all day after day, choose ceramic coating. Pro Reflections can also eco-coat your windows to make sure you always have a clear view. Proudly offering a discount for veterans, police, fire, and EMT. Look for Pro Reflections detailing on Facebook.
1: And while you were reading that part, just a back-breaking run for Hazlick. Coria made a couple defenders, miss. took it up the right side, stiff-armed one St. John's tackler to gain that first down. That's going to bring up first and 10 on the 48-yard line. Hazlitt leading 15 to 14, 243 left to go in the fourth quarter. St. John's with two timeouts. But with the Mockery brothers in the backfield, you almost think they St. John's needs a turnover here or something. Hazlitt gets to the line. And they're gonna want to think this one over as they call. A timeout. So 2.43 left to go here in the fourth quarter, Hazlitt leading St. John's
2: 15-14. to 14. Did you know that Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance is MidMichigan's largest appliance dealer? Bigger than those big box stores. In fact, you can view over 200 appliances in their showroom, and with nearly 700 TVs and appliances in stock at their local warehouse, you can pick up your appliance today or get it delivered quickly. So there's no waiting for a truck from a downstate warehouse like they do at the big box store. And Gilbert says a fully trained expert service department. Hurry in today for the best selection or shop online at gilbertshardwareandappliance.com. That's Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance, 113 Main in downtown Oasso. Hub Tire's there for you with the best service for all your tire and suspension needs. They've been taking care of your automotive needs for decades, priding themselves on honesty and the best service around. Hub Tire can handle anything from a Chevy Cobalt to a 10-foot motorhome, including diesel, semis, and farm service. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 530. Call 989-224-3218. Stop in on Business 27 north of M21
1: in St. John's or visit hubtires.com. So during that first down play there, it was a run for a mockery. He was stopped at about the 49-yard line. So a pickup of about two St. John's is going to take another timeout.
3: Has
1: your child missed a routine vaccination? The Shiawassee County Health Department offers all
2: recommended vaccinations for children and can work with parents to determine a vaccine catch-up schedule that works for you and your family. Visit health.shiawassee.net for a comprehensive list of what vaccines your child may be eligible for and when to get them. Call 989-743-2356 to schedule an appointment. Shiawassee County Health Department, promoting wellness, protecting health.
1: And here's a big run there, man. Hazlett just kind of churning this clock right now. A big run there by the sophomore, Corey Amakri. He went up the left hash there, following his blockers, Caleb Fisher and Derek Walker. That was a big gain of about 10 or 12 yards. Finds it at the St. John's 39-yard line. Two minutes and 15 seconds left here in the fourth quarter of this one. And if you're St. John's, you need something to happen quickly. Haslett gets set. The Immokery Brothers in the backfield. It's going to be a direct snap to Nakai. He takes it. He's going to keep it himself, and he's going to be brought down in the backfield on a great tackle there, by looks like Jacob Greg there, the senior linebacker. St. John's is going to take their final timeout, going to talk things over. Hadlet leading 15 to 14. We are at a minute 55 left here in this fourth quarter.
2: Victory Heating and Cooling, serving all of Michigan, is proud to feature Train Heating and Cooling products. Train has the right system for your home. Victory Heating and Cooling has Michigan's best HVAC installers and service crews in the business and would love to and appreciate the opportunity to serve you and your home. Victory Heating and Cooling,
5: featuring Train
2: Products, the best team with the best products for your home. Visit VictoryHeatingAndCooling.com or call 989-224-7171. You always get the best at Beck's Trailer Superstore, the nation's largest trailer dealer. With over 1,500 trailers on 45 acres, you won't find a better selection anywhere. Whether you're looking for an open or enclosed trailer for work or play, you're going to find the perfect trailer at Bex. Flexible financing options and most competitive rates with payments starting at only $69 a month. For the best selection of quality trailers
1: at unbeatable prices, call 888 say or visit bextrailerstore.com. So Micaiah Mockery will take the direct snap. He's going to run right through the middle. He's brought down by Wyatt Vlamaster there at about the 35-yard line. It's going to bring up third and five for Hazlitt. A minute 30 left. St. John's cannot stop the clock with any timeouts. Hazlitt leading 15-14. to Hazlitt gets to the line of scrimmage. St. John's is set. The Immokery Brothers in the backfield. Junior Eric Lardy, the lead blocker here for Hazlitt. See what they do going to be a direct snap to Nakaya Mockery. He's going to go up the left side, following the left hash. He's going to be brought down real close to that first down marker. And they are moving the chains, it looks like. Wow. Are they giving them the spot? Yes, they are. They're going to give him the first. Man, that looked really close here from our vantage point. They're going to give a Mockery the first down. Looks like that might just about do it here. Clock is winding down, 45 seconds left here in this fourth quarter. Hazlitt is going to come out here, see if they are in. Looks like they're in victory formation. They're going to take a knee. They'll give it to the listed quarterback, Junior Eric Lardy, who's going to knee the ball down and take this one back to his sideline. So St. John's comes up just short here in this fourth quarter. Hazlitt wins the ball game 15 to 14 on an exciting one here on the z 925 Castle Game of the Week. The of the At Mid-State Sales and Service, you'll always find the
2: best names in lawn care, like Simplicity and Skag. Right now, get rebates on select Simplicity tractors and zero turns. Financing's available. See dealer for details. During the steel fall sale, pick up a new leaf blower or chainsaw at great prices. Keep your backyard looking good this season and beyond. Mid-state sales and service on M21, just a quarter mile west of DeWitt Road in St. John's. Mid-state sales and service. A proud supporter of high school sports on Z92.5, the castle. Tony Young and the entire Young family salute all mid-Michigan area athletes. At Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC, they know it takes teamwork to be successful. So from the Young family to your family, have a great season. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC on M21 Corona. or on Owasso invite you to drive a little and save a lot. Visit them online at youngautosales.com. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC. Proud sponsors of high school sports. On Z ninety two five, the castle.
0: So Hazlip
1: improves to two and one. They pick up the victory, fifteen to fourteen, over St. John's. We will add up the final numbers and start our post-game show, brought to you by the Three Point Podcast. But first, let's go back to the station for some final messages.
4: Hi, this is Dr. Sarah Holcomb. The Audiology Center of St. John's is proud to be a supporter of high school sports on the castle. Hearing is all about connecting families. Have a great season.
0: In the first grade, my mother gave me an apple to take to the teacher. No kidding. I guess I had some problem, and Mom thought the apple would help. Well, at the Audiology Center of St. John's, Sarah Holcomb is the teacher. But you don't need an apple. Just let her teach you how to hear better using the space-age technology that has revolutionized hearing aids. If you have a hearing problem, learn what is possible today. I can't imagine anyone more qualified than Sarah Holcomb. 6,000 hours of clinical training, a doctoral degree, 20 years in business helping people hear better. She's even been an audiology instructor at Michigan State.
4: I'm Dr. Sarah Holcomb, and I love teaching people how to hear better at the Audiology Center of St. John's. My training and experience has prepared me to help almost everybody hear better. Our new center in St. John's is where you can start hearing better. Come see us in St. John's. Call 989-534-2020 or visit
8: WeCareHowYouHear.com.
5: Are you ready for some football? Check out the newest edition of High School Sports Scene. You'll find photos and stories on local teams and student athletes. Grab a copy at your favorite high school or on the new stands today.
2: For schedules, previews, feature stories, and more, pick up our latest issue or check us out at HighSchoolSportsScene.com.
4: Z-92.5 The Castle is a proud supporter of high school sports and sports scene.
1: Well, welcome back to St. John's for our three-point podcast post-game show here on Z ninety two five. The Castle Hazlitt picked up the win here against St. John's, fifteen to fourteen. A scoring recap for you. St. John's led things off an eleven-minute opening drive that ended in a quarterback sneak. Brady Dush or Brody Dush, rather, uh, punched it in from the one-yard line to put the uh, St. John's up eight uh, nothing. Followed it up. Hazlitt came right back down and scored themselves in about 45 seconds. Nakia Makri had a one-yard touchdown run to tie things up at 8-8. to uh, There in the second half, Brandon Shomish punched it in from the one-yard line to put things in 14-8 for St. John's. And then here, uh, heading into the fourth quarter, uh, Nakia Mockery, uh sealed the deal there with a one-yard touchdown run, his second of the game, to put things away for Hazlitt as they won to Bart, do you have any statistics there for our listeners? Uh, A couple of things really stick out.
2: Uh, I don't have time of possession stats, but like you talked about, an 11-minute drive, I mean, that's a stat in and of itself. Uh, St. John's did a great job of keeping themselves close by playing conservative ball control offense. Uh, Some of the big stats, um, the heralded Nakaya mockery, uh, finished with 90 yards on the ground and two touchdowns. Uh, Mockery also uh, threw for uh, two uh, two completions, two for two for 33 yards. Uh, his younger brother, Corey Mockery, finished with 49 yards. Over on the St. John's side, uh, Mark Bendeley finished with 68 yards. And uh, how about Brandon Shomish tonight, 144 yards and a touchdown. Makes it real tough to figure out who the player of the game is. Uh, do you go with the yards or do you go with the TDs? You almost have to go with the TDs, but, boy, what a great effort tonight by Brandon Shomish, uh, doing a great job of keeping St. John's in this game all night long, 144 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Nakaya Mockery, 90 yards and two touchdowns. It could go either way. I mean, let's let's, you know... But uh, I guess you got to kind of give a couple of more points to the winner, maybe. I don't know. So what do you think? Let's do uh, Nakaya Mockery. If we were playing hockey, you know, we'd have three stars, and uh, then we'd still be debating who's the third star between Coria Mockery and Mark Bendeli. So who knows? But we're going to say Nakaya Mockery is your player of the game, brought to you by the Audiology Center of St. John's for hearing testing and health. Visit them at wecarehowyouhear.com. Uh, getting into the drive of the game, though, we got to go back to that first drive. I mean, that was just a masterpiece. Uh, over 11 minutes on that. Uh, St. John's just pounding the rock, eating up as much uh, clock as they were eating up yardage. Just a great job right there. We talk about uh, old school Bill Parcells style of uh, ball control offense. Did a great job with time management. I don't know if I've ever seen a high school drive that long. I mean, that was, just, that was the entire first quarter.
1: And they even mixed in a little halfback trick pass there on that fourth down conversion. So, I mean, that drive, it had everything. It had yeah. time of possessions. It had some good runs, a trick play. Yeah, we're going to definitely give that the drive of the game. I mean, there's, there's no way we can't.
2: Drive of the game brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC. on M21 in Owasso saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. And I want to remind everybody that you are listening to WJSZ, Z92.5 The Castle,
1: WJSZ, Ashley Owasso. Well, that will just about do it here for us in St. John's. Again, the final Hazlitt 15, St. John's 14. We hope you join us next week as we present one of the bigger games in Shiawassee County football, Corona versus Owasso at Owasso. And a real treat for our listeners as Bart and myself will be joined by the unretired sports guy, Ted Patel. Coming he'll out be, of retirement he'll joining, already. He'll be joining us in the booth, so really looking forward to that game next week on Friday. That'll do it for me. Here's my partner, Bart Matthews, with a look at our Z92.5 Castle partners. Well, thank you very much there, Casey. And, of course, a big thank you. Going out to
2: uh, the St. John's High School Athletic Department. Uh, glad you got to experience this press box and this atmosphere. Uh, they always take great care of us up here. And big thanks as long as we're doing it. Let's talk about Dino's Pizza too, man. <laughs> big thanks to them as well. Uh, big thanks to uh, Kate back at the studios getting us on the air and keeping us on the air. She does a great job each and every week. But the biggest thank you's got to go out to our sponsors. Audiology Center of St. John's, Alderman's and Lennon, Applebee Oil and Propane, Beck's Trailer Superstore and Service Center, Bob's Auto Body, CLH Insurance, Custom Embroidery Plus, another great St. John's business that jumped on for tonight's broadcast, uh, Fast Eddie's, Farrell's Tree Trimming and Removal, Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance, Graham's Accounting, Hub Tire Center, Memorial Healthcare, Mercantile Bank, Mid-State Sales and Service, basically right around the corner from uh, where we're at here at the uh, the stadium. Mid-State Sales and Service and Mint City Excavating, Oaks Fisher Insurance, Pro Reflections Detailing, Chiawassee County Health Department, Sports Scene, the St. John's Public Schools, Victory Heating and Cooling, Young Buick GMC, and Young Chevrolet Cadillac. Your final score one more time is the Hazlitt Vikings 15, St. John's Red Wings 14. For Kate back at the studio and Casey here in the booth, this is Bart Matthews telling everybody that. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you soon.
7: Listen up. An be variety of the 80s, 90s, and now.
4: All the music I want to hear. The
7: station serving Corona Perry, Elfing, no Howler, Alma, Frickin' Ridge, and a little bitty piece of Lexington. <laughs> SD, Ashley Awaso. Awesome. Yeah. C925, the castle.